<laughs> All right. And we are live. The last word with Lord Cognito, Eddie Bontis, fresh on that Friday evening campfire. Little special guest action, but uh, what's going on, E? How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. You know, got a workout in this morning, got ready. Um, honestly, we have an awesome guest in here, so I don't want to like wait too long. So let's bring him into the campfire the way you guys know how we do it. Here we go. Good evening. We are back around the campfire and the friendly competition of Guardian Games awaits all classes next week. With laurels to pick up and medals to turn in, Ava Levante will be back in the tower once again to serve as Destiny's grandmother. After that, season 14 will be here and while the name is still redacted, we know some changes are coming and our guest will always give his well-constructed opinions about the future of this game. Tonight, we are joined by a gentleman who is seasoned in both life and gaming. Sure, he started out with some classics. Shout out to Super Mario Brothers 3, a favorite. Woo. But he is not just a gamer. He's so much more. This man is likely the smartest man in the room for more often than not. And his work in biomedical engineering has driven him forward for the past decade. Math and science have built how this man's mind works, which explains why he is so cool, calm, and collected in the heat of battle. Openness to discuss any topic in a constructive manner is what has helped him build such a positive community. And while civil discourse is where this man shines, his PvP skills are legendary. If you put a hand cannon in this man's hand, he will likely take you down and juke you out of your shoes while he does it. <laughs> so, without further ado, let's welcome a man who has usually found the headband on and a notepad in his hand. He has built one of the best communities on his road to Twitch Partner, is welcoming to all walks of life, and proves it by truly caring about even your pronoun, and agrees that grape nuts are also the gravel of cereal. <laughs> for, for our guest, it's zero or 100, as mediocrity is not an option. His goal in life is mastery for any topic or skill and proves it is do or do not, there is no try. Mm. Let's welcome the, on, the one, the only, Ill Physics. Mr. Tony, how are you doing tonight, sir? <laughs> Put your hands together, man. Put your hands together. That was, that was an immaculate introduction. You know, it was, it was a little bit of embellishing here and there. But hey, I, hey, that's what I we got to do. We got to do it. I dig it. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it, you know? So thank you so much. Uh, the name is Physics, a.k.a. Tony, if you did not previously know me. And uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for uh, having me here. I do appreciate it. Oh, man. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, just honestly, thank you. Like, I know I got to see you on a podcast that, like, I wasn't on, but it was on previously. I know you were on um, the one with Mara. I'm trying to remember the name of. So just oh, any yeah, time the of, filler. Yeah, the filler. Uh, while he was doing that, caught you on there. And just enjoy listening to your, like, takes in between on Twitter. It's ne it's always constructive criticism. So happy to have you on here. Cognito is even happier than I am to have a oh, PvP yeah. guru on here. So we got talk some stuff to, to talk about, but yeah, let's get man. to know you first, man, a little bit. I know Super Mario Mother Brothers, Super Mario Brothers 3 is literally like the game that I played. You know, you get to World 8, you're like 10 years old and playing <laughs> as a kid. And you're like, I've spent way too many times on much on this game. But like just some of the classics you've been through, like what did you start with for gaming besides those like specific NES classics? Um, Man, I, I guess, you know the origins of gaming for me really, really took it like way back. Right. Like, so I'm a little bit older. My, my dad worked for IBM when I was growing up. And so we always had, you know, PCs in the house. And so even before I, uh, you know, got hand me down the Nintendo to play Super Mario's three, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, I was playing Tetris, you know, I was playing, uh, nice. different, like, I can't even remember some of the names of, uh, some of these games, but, uh, you know, your solitaires, your your card mm -hmm. games, your hearts, et cetera, et cetera. Um, 
And so, uh, you know, if there was truly like an origin of gaming for me, it was it would be between those things and maybe like some online chess and, and things okay, along that nice. line. But, uh, you know, my, my family wasn't huge into I mean, my, my head was always in a book. Mm. Up. Whether whether it is because I, I did enjoy it, of course, I enjoyed reading right. a lot, um, but uh, it was also to some degree enforced. <laughs> to some degree enforced. My, uh, my my parents definitely kept me on a rigorous academic, mm-hmm. you know, uh, rigorous academic calendar. Nice. So, um, so you know, there wasn't like too much gaming, you know, growing mm-hmm. up before Super Mario Brothers. Even before, I guess, like before I kind of like struck out on my own when. Mm-hmm. I was uh, 15 years old. I ended up going to a boarding school, a special boarding school, like here in North Carolina called the North Carolina School of Science and Math. Awesome. Excellent, excellent school. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that's probably where I branched out a little bit more because I didn't have, you know, the, the strict... The structure uh, over you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. The strict framework of my parents, you know, uh, making sure that I was, I was definitely always in a book for the most part. Uh, you know, my friends definitely played some... Uh, some 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 Tekken or you know, whatever whatever you know they were playing at the time. Doom Doom was also like really big back then, of course. Uh, yeah, so that's probably most people's first shooter, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. Wolfenstein 3D. Yep. Oh, man. Oh, I yeah. love Wolfenstein 3D. Wolfenstein with 3D, by the way, was dope. Uh, mm-hmm. Go off on some topics. No, yeah, we, that's <laughs> literally what we do. That's what we do here. That's what we do okay, here. Yeah, yeah, Wolfenstein 3D was was the. Ooh, I love that game because not only was it a shooter. You know, mm-hmm. obviously, but also it was a lot of puzzles. Mm-hmm. You know, there's yep. a lot of puzzles. There's a lot of like secrets and things you had to kind of like find out Easter eggs, et cetera, et cetera. Wolfenstein 3D, man, like they need to bring that back like mm-hmm. hard. I mean, obviously, they're, you know, top tier caliber games that that follow kind of a similar, uh, right. similar uh, trope. But nonetheless, uh, Wolfenstein 3D was kind of huge. Age of Empires as well. Man, oh, I, guess I, play, I guess I did play more oh, than I thought yeah, I did. We go. We get into that strategy back. Yeah, I guess I did That's play a little I'm bit more. I guess about. I did. I did originally play like Warcraft a little bit back in the okay. day, you know, before <laughs> it got like super big. Yep. And then uh, that transitioned into Age of Empires and Age of Empires 2. Age of Empires 2 was like the one. Yeah. Yeah. Because I had, I have siblings as well. I have an older sister. I have two younger brothers. So, you know, like between uh, them and also my dad, who's also kind of an egghead, uh, we used to always like get down with 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 these things you know in our spare time like here and there here and there mm-hmm. for sure but you That's know fine. in my uh in my you know older years i guess i've had some experience <laughs> he's like now that i think yeah i've been gaming a lot <laughs> okay fair <laughs> so you jumped into rts any any turn-based strategy or was you more of an rts guy at that time like for example like the uh i guess the XCOMs would be considered turn-based or did that not appear to I you mean, there more was like RTS? heroes of might and magic even that far back so mm-hmm dating myself um, too no nah, those that, that was pretty much like the ones that i listed are pretty much the ones that i got into you know like i started getting into um call of duty a lot uh, like later on so so i didn't play much games in between um when i finished up high school and when i finished up honestly grad school you right. know i went straight from um of course like high school straight to college um, nice. four years there and then i took two years for my master's and i did that right after high school as well nice. and in in that period of time um i wasn't really gaming that much at all um it wasn't until after grad school and maybe like a couple years later where i started getting back into gaming a little bit uh and i started playing call of duty like a lot okay like a lot, okay lot. okay so i started that with um World at War. The World at War. MP40, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that thing was popping. That thing Woo! was popping the heads. I'm telling yes. you. 
the MP40 uh, with World at War, uh, Zombies. I fell in love with Zombies there yes. as well. And then I just kept on playing like every one afterwards, right. you know, the mm -hmm. Modern Warfare 3, the mm -hmm. uh, Black, Ops know, Black Ops, Black mm -hmm. Ops 2, yep. um, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and then, you know, after that, I, I finally got into, into Destiny. But Call of mm. Duty was like a thing for, for a minute. Oh, for oh yeah. COD was a, was a movement. I mean, every, yeah. a lot of people have either come through Halo, COD, both usually mm -hmm. is like a general way to go through. But like COD... I don't know of many people who played first person shooters that haven't played like Modern Warfare 2 and stuff like that, for example, where yeah. that's like it's one of the pillars that that was the next one after like Halo and Halo 3 that like mm -hmm. changed things big time. Yeah. So oh, it's it's yeah. a pillar for sure. Yeah. 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 I would, yeah. I would I also, would. I mean, Call of Duty, of course, was on all platforms. Yes. Excuse me, as a, as opposed to Halo, which was only on Xbox. And that was that was the reason why I didn't get too deeply into Halo, even when it was hot, was because it was on Xbox. And right. So I think my cousins maybe you know every once in a while i would i would i would game with them you know over at their house and they they only had playstations you know like the only gotcha. the only games i ever played of my own were again like nintendo or it had to be on a pc basically. gotcha so, okay. Um, okay so yeah you know like call of duty yeah just huge influence you know kind of on gaming pop culture like everything at the time yeah. where it was truly truly oh. truly truly ubiquitous yeah it, it was it was transformative because um you know, I remember, like I said, just the, the perk system and kill streaks and things of that nature. And and it had just such an addicting nature to it. Like, you know, when you start playing it and then, you know, you really respect the guys who had the special tags because, you know, they reset their, their thing a couple of times and stuff like that. So there was there was there was this prestige that went with it, you know, and um, yeah, man, it, it, it was a time. It was definitely a movement. At least I know you didn't uh, you were doing like Nintendo and PC, but like in the console space, it was extra transformative because for us us peons we had 60 frames for the first time so we like yo this is crazy like yeah. you know I, I didn't realize it at the time you know because again you're going from 30 but we knew something was different something about the movement was more fluid and stuff so it's, it's cool that you you mentioned uh call of duty because it truly doesn't get the credit it deserves for being like a moment you know, as far as gaming and stuff. You think so? You think so? Like, yeah. I'll, def I'll defer to you. I'll defer yeah. to you, you know? But, <laughs> Let's but go. One thing I will say is I, I don't think it gets the credit it deserves with regards to staying... Like, people people, people look at Call of Duty, mm -hmm. and I feel like it gets a lot of hate for, like, staying the same way. You oh, know, well, that, that's later. And I can, see, I can see that criticism, right? Yeah. But people gotta, people gotta think. The evolution of, just like you said, killstreaks, you know, resetting your prestige, you know, mm -hmm. like certain game modes that were like iconic game modes that now, you know, everybody has those game modes. If you have like a, a you know, first person shooter. Um, so, you know, in, in some ways, sure, uh, it became a little stale, but in a lot of ways, like they were making just huge evolutionary leaps, oh, you know, in, uh, in gameplay and also in game structure. You know, yes. reward structure in particular yes. uh, that just just completely influenced everything, even today. Oh, yeah. even you know, and in, in, in how we structure our, our reward systems um, in FPS gameplay. It's 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 crazy. It's crazy. COD is yeah something else. Yeah, you, you you literally said it. I mean that that's what it was. It it, it made other games take notice that they mm -hmm. couldn't do those same old things. You know, if you want that engagement, that addictive quality that COD had, like you said, that re the reward system and all these things that they kind of pioneered in the space. Because to be honest, coming as an Xbox guy, I remember when COD hit, 
and all my Halo friends went to class. <laughs> and I was like, what's going on? And I'm like, all right. And then I played it and I'm like, okay, I okay, get it. I get yeah, it. I get mm-hmm. it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's what you got, E. No, so I yep. wanted to kind of touch on that time between your gaming segments, your biomedical engineer that you are now and your degree. And like, obviously math and science is a big thing for you. And I appreciate that because that's kind of the way my what my mind works as well. Um, kind of nice. But like, how, what drew you to, obviously your head was in a book a lot. So, I mean, you know, intellectual grown up stuff like that. What led you into the field that you're in and, you know, any cool stories? I mean, biomedical engineer, are you making like, what are you doing with that as well? So how'd you get into it and what are you, what are you doing with it? Oh man, biomedical engineering is it's it's crazy because you know everybody comes uh, upon their path in different ways, right? Um, and I, I would say I don't know, I don't know what the average person, what what time frame, whether it's like, oh, this is what I'm gonna do, this is what I'm gonna do. I remember specifically, I was in, I was in eighth grade, mm-hmm. I was in eighth grade, and for some reason my english teacher my english teacher brought me the prospect of cuz they knew i was i was strong in a, in a variety of different subjects but they knew i was strong in math and science of course um and it was um my black uh english teacher um who just just pushed me in a variety of different ways i mean he would give me comic books nice. you know, he would give me extra nice. books to read he would um you know like send me stuff with regards to like fellowships or like scholarships et cetera. Et cetera. you know he was truly invested in seeing me move forward um, in whatever career I chose uh, because I mean, I mean apparently he he saw something in me so mm-hmm. you know shout out to him for sure oh, that's awesome but uh, he's the one that actually like put me on to the field of biomedical engineering mm-hmm. with. I already kind of knew I was leaning towards engineering as far as you know me being kind of like a thinker a tinker mm-hmm. um, but uh, but it's you know as far as like biomedical engineering i think it was because at the time we had discussed and for a while you know i was i was going to be pre-med mm. so i think that was i think that's where the the biomedical the biological sciences aspect of it came in and so uh, it was kind of like a merger between those two those two interests um those interests in you know biological biomedical sciences um and also engineering as well um i mean i, I think that the way that my dad, my my dad is a computer networking engineer, and I, I think nice. that picked up quite a bit from him in the I way that he kind of sees and processes the world. Um, and uh, and I think that's the reason, a large part of the reason why, um, you know, engineering, uh, you know, engineering definitely leans uh, leans on me quite a bit. So, so I think that was the, that was kind of the time frame that I knew I most likely wanted to get in biomedical medical engineering, and I I kept on kind of like uh, renewing my interest in it by you know, fellowships, scholarships, whatever, whatever it is, you know, like I, I did a bunch of stuff at, at Duke when I was younger, I did a bunch oh, of stuff nice. at University of Rochester, as far as research and things like that. And all those things, you know, just over the years, just reinforced yeah, the fact that absolutely. I really enjoy the subject. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoy the subject a lot. And on top of that, there's just a lot of versatility um, mm-hmm. to it. I mean, you don't necessarily have to be in a lab in academia, for example, you know, doing research. I mean, you could be, you could be, you know, out in the private sector doing a, a variety of different things. And what mm-hmm. I ended up leaning on um which kind of fell in my lap mm-hmm. was after i finished up with grad school in biomedical engineering um i knew that i didn't want to go for my phd i knew i didn't want to be in academia mm-hmm. that's when i decided right there because i was gonna i was initially going for my phd mm-hmm. um but i cut out early got my master's okay. um and i was approached by the u.s government and the u.s oh. government ended up uh putting in my lap the opportunity to become a patent examiner 
um, a patent examiner for the for the United States government. Um, and so, you know, long story short, I ended up doing that for nearly a decade. And what I really enjoyed about it um, is, uh, I mean, you're basically, as a patent examiner, you're reviewing um, people's inventive concepts, people's invention. Yeah, that's right? so dope. Up with something new. That's kind of cool. Uh, that's cutting edge, particularly in your field, because I got pulled on as a patent examiner specifically for biomedical engineering. Right. Um, and bi biomedical, you know, sciences, biomedical devices, particularly yep. um, somebody invents something new or they think they invent something new. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to take a look at it and I'm going to go through all all the research, all their filings, et cetera, et cetera. Then I'm going to look, you know, throughout the entire world. Right. They have, we have a search system. We look through the it's entire database world. Throughout, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to look for somebody who's done that or done something similar enough to it to the point where we can say, OK, well, you just pulled a bunch of things from these areas and it's kind of obvious, you know, you pulled that together. Uh, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna reject that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you hit it with a reject. Damn, yeah, stealing, stealing bars. Damn, okay. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so, um, or you know, it's something brand new, and there's quite a few things that I allowed, you know, um, and that ended up getting the 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 stamp, you know, the allow or whatnot. Um, it it was just it was it was um, it is something that ended up burning me out because mm. it's really intense work. I mean, you're reading all the time, you're researching yeah. all the time. And on top of that, you have a quota, you know, right. that you have to meet, uh, you know, mm -hmm. every week and wow. more importantly, every quarter and even more importantly, every year. Um, right. So, you know, years and years and years of that, it just ended up kind of like burning me out. It's not yeah. as if I didn't enjoy the work, but I mean, it's as if it's as, it's as I said before, mm -hmm. um, and you guys said now, like, I'm kind of like a zero or a hundred person. So therefore, right. Uh, you know, I'm not about doing shoddy work. Right. Yep. As you proceed up the ranks, you get more, you have more and more work to do in less and less time. And I'm not about to do shoddy work. And so, you know, I would take, I would, I'm very meticulous, very detail oriented. And mm -hmm. so it just ended up taking so much, so much time. It became really stressful because it was less and less time to do the work that I really wanted to, the job, the really quality job that I really wanted to do. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, uh, so I ended up, I ended up dipping. Right. You know, and doing um, doing some more similar work on a right. on a um, on a co uh, contract basis. Okay, uh, but uh, but yeah, I left the office. Maybe I I can't even remember. Sometime like in the mid mid twenty tens. Okay, um, yeah. I remember this point. But uh, but yeah, but it was it was it, it's still like fantastic because you're literally looking at cutting edge, edge. all yeah. the time. Yeah, that's awesome. Edge scientific mm -hmm. stuff. You know, um, every time you pick up a new case, and right. so you're you're just you you just you learn so much. You learn yeah. so much. I get, my brain got massive. <laughs> <laughs> I can't you fit know, through like, doors anymore. It's a problem. Yeah, it just couldn't. It couldn't. You know, it couldn't fit through doors anymore. You're right. It got massive just because I was reading and learning 24 seven. If you didn't understand something that you were reading specific to that case, you right. reached out. And I mean, you, you, you reached out for references and you mm -hmm. were just reading over here because you had to understand that case. You had to understand it. If you like in order to allow it or yeah. uh, or push it off or push it off, reject it, you had to literally understand exactly what was going on in that case. Mm -hmm. um, and so a lot of that stuff fell within uh, the realm of my knowledge, uh, my right. knowledge base, especially as I got more and more senior and had seen more and more stuff. But a lot of stuff was like brand new shit. Yeah, <laughs> Where, I mean, like I said, cutting edge stuff, and uh, I had to catch up. I had to catch up most definitely. Yeah. So, some, uh, gonna... some dope stuff, some dope stuff. But, uh, but yeah, it's it's a burnout, and a lot of people do burn out of there. Mm. Um, and it sounds uh, like it's inevitable, depending on how long you stay. If they keep pu pushing you, 
faster and harder, especially the way your mind thinks. It seems like it's just bound to happen. Yeah, it's 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 tough, you know, and I'm I'm not going to say that I couldn't have, uh, you know, navigated that a little bit better as well. Like a lot of people are are smart about it, too. A little bit smarter. They take a little bit of time off. Right. You know, they're just like because the office also provides you a lot of opportunities to just be like, hey, you know, you need to dip out for like, I don't know, three months, six months or something like that. Get your shit together. Then, you know, it's fine. But um, but you know, uh, me, I'm just like, no, I just, I just want to work. I just need to get this case done. You know, this attorney is waiting on me. Um, and so, uh, you know, uh, I, I don't regret, I don't regret leaving the office or whatnot. I'm, I'm the type of person that's always kind of looking forward, not, not looking back uh, right. as much. And the experiences that I, that I gained there, the knowledge that I gained there, the connections, the networking, and things like that are just invaluable to, to where my law, my, you know, the trajectory of my life right now. But but yeah, um, I will say like one one last thing. Uh, there's no there's nobody that better understands patent law, the law of how to execute um, and prosecute um, patents than patent examiners. Even attorneys, just uh, you know, just right. regular attorneys. You know, it's it's a very niche area of gotcha. law. Um, and so you become an expert in that, and that's pretty cool. But the the second thing as well is I've always had kind of like a very level headed. Uh, personality. Um, what I loved about like going back and forth, forth with attorneys is there's no emotion to it. Right. So, yeah. You know, folks see how I interact with folks online. If we're on the other side of a of, of a of a of a argument, you know, debate, whatever else, right. it's just like there's no there's no emotion to it. Yeah, emotion. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm passionate about stuff, but there's no, you know, I don't I don't see. You know, like I don't say oh, talking, take I don't see yeah. Drewski as an adversary as much as I see Drewski as I'm picking his brain and I'm trying to kind of, you know, uh, really, really try to like hone my my perspective. You know, right. through picking Drewski's brain, for example, it mm-hmm. allows me to really, really knock yeah. down on what I'm saying. Right. You know, and also, of point. course, understand a different perspective yeah. as well. Correct. And so, um, you know, that's what I mean by my math and science background, but also my background with regards to law um, mm-hmm. and legal arguments for like 10 years, uh, you know, it's really allowed me to kind of just be open to different perspectives. Um, it doesn't matter whether I'm right or wrong whenever I come with, you know, opinion. I don't really have an ego about it. It's more so just about I just I'm just trying to learn. You know, I'm yeah. trying to learn and I'm just trying to listen to these different perspectives because mm-hmm. everybody's got something, you know, different to say. and you know, some more valuable, you know, to the topic at hand than others. But um, it's it's just always interesting to hear um, these different perspectives. Um, and that's what kind of guides me to how I interact with with just with just yeah. everybody in my life. So oh, that's dope, man, because at the end of the day, like I said, it's a, it's a balance. And you made some great points, you know, just having that objectivity to even if it's someone whose point or side you don't necessarily agree with, but to be able to hone in your specific skill set as to why you feel the way you do and also sharpen your points even further, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. in regards to a specific argument and stuff like that. And that again, I, I like I like what you said, because a lot of people sadly always put the emotion into it. I noticed mm-hmm. and a lot of it, you know, it, we to help us communicate, even when even with me on the other side of the fence or certain things, there's times he said things and I'm just like, you know what, over time, I'm understanding where he's at. And I'm just trying to pick up, like, help me understand why. Like, I have him explain exactly. it further and further exactly. into more refined detail. And then you're like, OK, I get the core essence of why he's here. 
right? And then vice versa sometimes with me. He's like, yo, Cog, why are you so vehement? You know, and it's a that's a great point. I wish more people would do more of that uh, <laughs> as opposed to he's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, that's, like that oh that ties yeah. into so much too. And it's and I've honestly hated to see it recently and hates a strong word, but like Dylan, how to yeah. talk to a community manager is like a day or two ago. And it's just like, oh. and again, it's people enjoy the veil of the internet and they're jerks on kind of being able to hide the anonymity of what, who they are. But on the mm-hmm. other side, it's like that stuff you would never say to somebody's faces. Face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can take two seconds and as, you know, as physics said, put you, get some perspective, put yourself in their shoes Think about mm-hmm. all the things the dev, the community, everybody's going through to get where they are. Right. They didn't like just do this to screw you over or be mad at you right. or, you know, crap all over the one perk that you like. Like, that's not there. There's reasons behind all of us. Do we exactly. always agree with them? Of course not. But mm-hmm. would we like to know why? It's like we've said it. I can't. I honestly have lost track of the number of times we'd say in this podcast. Like, I would love to know, like, the reasoning that goes behind this decision. Yes. It's like I would love to be a fly on the wall to understand, oh, like, okay, yes. so there they went through this, this, this is why they made this decision. It's like we know Bungie is very data driven. They have all mm-hmm. the numbers, they go off all that type of stuff, and it's why. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you turn around and you're just like, okay, I w-, and that's the stuff. It's like, I wish those are the questions I could ask, even if I could tell nobody just to like put peace to my mind, just yeah. to understand more. As you said, it's like the perspective of doing the research, unfortunately they don't always get, they're not always going to share everything. And that's the perk of a developer, but it's just one of those yep. things we wish we could know. So yeah, yeah, Absolutely. of course. And, and let me, let me say this too. Like, I don't always get it right as well. It's not as if, you know, like I'm, I'm infallible, you know, right. uh, emotion, you know, we're humans. Emotion's going to come in from time to time, you know, whether it be on my side or the other. And, you know, of course you got folks that are trolls as well. I mean, they're just trying to rise <laughs> out of you. So, I mean, you know, it's just always things that I'm thinking about, you know, like, hey, convince me. I might be wrong. Convince me. Convince yeah. me. Convince me. That's one thing. You know, another right. thing is if if I am wrong, you know, for me to make sure that I, if if I'm really trying to be um, a, a constructive part of this community, you know, to make sure that I say, oh, okay, all right, cool, I accept that that mm-hmm. premise, and that's what I'm going to speak from now on is right. is exactly that. That's dope. Um, but also, you know, when emotion does come into it, you know, just, it, it it doesn't hurt. Just, I mean, how much does that hurt? It, it, two seconds. It just said, oh, my bad. You know, yeah, bad. absolutely. You know, I just, you know, I kind of like hopped off on the rails for a second. My bad. Keep it. And that's definitely happened as well. That's definitely happened as well. You know, folks generally do consider me fairly level headed or whatnot. But that doesn't mean, you know, like I haven't popped off from time to time we're still humans we're not like you know, we're not from time to time just saying no names and who was involved but there was some dms that were exchanged where maybe i was just like my bad my bad my bad i stepped on some toes there and that was on me i respect i respect you building brother i respect it 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 happens you know but uh but you know we're all human, and and I, I think that a large part of it really is just folks coming back around, being humble, and being like, "Yo, my bad, I I just fucked up," you know. Yeah, and keep no, it moving, bro. keep it moving. Yeah, so absolutely. I've had, you know, I've made some great, great friends like that, and uh, you know, I'm truly blessed that folks, you know, uh, give me the opportunity through that. Yeah, no, that's dope, brother. I mean, again, all building, all great conversation, and, and I love that kind of stuff. But um, what I was gonna ask you was. Now, actually, you, you did that transition and you, you got out of that, the hardcore level of just that, that the patent life, so to speak. And, and my thing now is that then you transition. Like, how did you 
incorporate now content creation? Like, I want to get to that part. Like, how did that happen? Because you seem so razor focused in what you were doing. You know what I mean? And I just want to know how that part came. Was it specifically now transitioning to Destiny that that opened it up? Or was it something else that kind of brought the content creation aspect out of you? Yeah. Uh, everything for me in my life has been like just organic or like i just kind of like just flow with whatever for the most you know what i'm saying like i just kind of no, right, you know, like, that's, that's, that's the person for me you know like i'm i'm never like so for better or for worse i'm never like man i really need to be focused on like a career like a like a like a like a like a, like a I don't know, a regular stereotypical career. I need to be worried about my 401k. I need to do this. I need to <laughs> yeah. do that. You know, I'm just like, yo, I really enjoy this right now. And I see a way to monetize it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm going to, you know, and I see that there's organic growth that uh, is happening right now and that I can continue to double down on and will continue to happen if I end up doing that and doing that at a high level. Um, and I see it. And when mm -hmm. I see it, I just, I just, I just try to go for it. Whether that ends up translating into success or not, uh, we were, it'll remain to see, you know, remain to be seen or whatnot. But I've been lucky enough in my life that if I really, really, truly double down and laser focus on something, then generally it manifests in a way that um, not only allows me to live, um, but also, um, you know, it's it's in a way that that truly does like fulfill me and is is along along the uh i guess like in destination of what i you know what i was going for you know so uh as far as like content creation you know like i finished up at the office i was still doing you know a decent amount of uh contract work which mm -hmm. i still do from like time to time right um and uh i was playing a decent amount of destiny my brother got me into destiny because he was overseas Okay. Um, he was overseas and also he was um, in a different state at certain points of time. And he was just like, yeah, I want something to be able to play with you um, and hang out, even though, you know, like uh, you're not right next door to me anymore. Right. And so started playing Destiny. He's the one that got me hooked. Thank you. Ah, I would have never known about this game. My brother, the reason why I'm here today is my brother. One hundred percent. And I and I, I, I tell him all the time. I tell him all the time. And so. Uh, he stopped playing because he just got busy with life or whatnot. I, I kept playing and I'm a very competitive individual. Mm -hmm. um, I came from COD and I was, I was playing COD, you know, at a, at a, you know, above average level, nothing, even in comparison to where my standing is in destiny. Now I was never so improvement focused in modern right. warfare or whatever COD game I was playing as mm -hmm. I am in destiny now, but I was above average for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, so when I came to Destiny, you know, like the, those same cogs were turning with regards to the competitive nature of PvP. And so, of course, you know, I was playing a decent amount of PvE to kind of like ease into it with my brother and things along that line. But uh, even when he ended up dipping, I found PvP and I found it to be really enjoyable. Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I started making friends through there and then they suck you in with trials, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> uh, and so then, you know, I started taking playing PvP at a relatively high level, a little more seriously. And I always, like I said, a competitive, always been improvement focused on no matter what I do, hobbies mm -hmm. or otherwise. Um, as far as content creation goes, yeah. um, I kind of just like, you know, how I've explained it before is it, it, it when I moved over to PC, when I moved over to PC, um, that's where kind of like my community, my community um, started to grow just in general. And it grew out of the fact that when I came over to PC, I didn't, I didn't know anybody. 
Mm. Most of my clan didn't come over. I didn't know anybody. So oh, I know that well. I know that well. He, <laughs> he, he got me over here. And he I was like, you over here. I was like, yeah, PC. And but so, you had to start over, so to speak. Continue, continue. Yep. No. So, so you know, you know it well. So then I started mm-hmm. to connect with people. You know, especially during a period of time where skill based matchmaking was 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 pretty 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 tough, pretty tough during year one. Oh, and yeah. so started connecting with a bunch of different people. Had my Discord server um, with like hundreds of people in it, um, and uh, that's where you know my community started. Even though at that time I didn't necessarily think of it as a community, I just thought of it as a group of friends, you know, that I could pull in and play with. Uh, whenever I needed somebody to play with, because I'm a very social gamer as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then I started streaming just to as kind of an extension of that community to so that even when I wasn't playing with the people that I now became friends with, I right. could still hang out with them on right. Twitch, right. you know? So that's how I transitioned from the Discord and playing with people, playing with friends, um, to then, you know, streaming. Um, it was just about hanging out with my friends, even if I didn't have the opportunity to actually be playing a game with them right then and there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, that's where kind of like content creation started with me. I didn't, I didn't think of Twitch as content creation at that point for sure. Um, but then, you know, as I saw a way to start monetizing that time, mm-hmm. um, that's when I started to focus a little bit more on content. That's when I started to focus a little bit more on what is this concept of community through content creation as well um and that's when i started kind of doubling down on both of those things kind of trying to um you know progressively improve the quality of both of those things community and content creation and um and yeah and then i went full-time last year uh, around like uh march or april Mm -hmm. and we've been doing it you know non-stop full-time since and i'm just you know right now where i am with content creation is i'm trying to really honed down i've just about figured out my niche mm-hmm. my niche you know um mm-hmm. and i'm trying to figure out okay now how am i going to double down on that niche and further monetize that niche for growth right uh so um so yeah you know just no, kind of stages but for me it's always about kind of just like organic growth it's always about organic community it's always about connecting with folks making friends allowing other folks to meet um right. You know my friends because quality surrounds itself with quality, and so I, I'd I'd like my friends to make you know friends with each other, and mm-hmm. um, whether I'm there or not. So, yeah, Dope. yeah, love it, man. Love what I'm here, man. Yeah, great, great thing. And then I, I love the community building aspect, and and yeah, and that part is just really cool. And I think you said it before in one of your posts on Bungie, by the way, which you were spotlighted very, very coolly, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> salute, salute. And um, yeah, man, I think, like I said, it, it, it's so cool because what you said kind of is what resonates with me. I just feel like it's, look, we know we love Destiny here, but it, it truly is one of the best communities I've ever been a part of, you know, in gaming. And it, it, again, this this man here, like, I, again, I met because of this game and we have this friendship because of this game. And it, it, it's so important. So salute to you for, for what you're doing in that space, because and, and having that dialogue, you know, I, I saw you, you know, you had a, a couple panel with a lot about PVP guards. You had a nomad in there, Tassie, Kofi, like it was a cool discussion. And I, I was just like, yo, this is cool. And I mean, even though everybody, some people had different viewpoints, it just 
all you guys coming together and thinking about how to improve, especially my beloved PVP, which I'm always a fan of those discussions, sir. Yeah, so I yeah. shout you out on that. But yeah, salute to you on that. that that's dope. I can blow you, but I'm gonna let you talk because I can keep. No, I mean, that's that's why we have him here. Is for one, it's like if I, if I go, it, it'll be four hours. We we try to be <laughs> like we gotta let this uh, this man sleep or yeah. read or whatever he does off of this stuff. So. <laughs> No, but I mean, that's kind of one of the things, especially lately, why it was like perfect time to get you on is some of the stuff that we've had recently with regards to sandbox changes. Mm-hmm. Some of, um, you know, the threads that you've had on Twitter talking about things like quick draw and like your thoughts about it and the way you play. Uh, one of your recent highlights that was literally only possibly said mostly because of quick draw and stuff like some of the changes that are there. Mm-hmm. And it's I'm kind of curious to see just where your thoughts are for you know, where things are heading in the world of PvP, where it's at right now, and just kind of your thoughts about Sandbox and Destiny, and is there anything for, like, where it is right now that you're liking so far and, like, direction you see, and what are, like, you know, changes that you would like to see for the game when we're looking at, like, Season 14, or is there something at Witch Queen that you're like, I really just, I kind of need something to see something like that here. I have one of those for me, but I want to ask you, that's why. Oh, so. man, this is this is a huge question. It's a huge question also because we've got this 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 looming backdrop of an actual competitive PvP game right. that yeah, we're working and that on. just changed the game, you know? right? That 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 I mean we've we've kind of known about it a little bit, you know, but I think that post uh by Ooh. Destiny News Net and by Tassie and Tassie's been following it as well, of course, you know, kind of changes the context of the conversation quite a bit because if Bungie you know, to put to put it simply, if Bungie is working on that, you know, mm-hmm. then that's where they're trying to funnel the competitive aspect of their game. And then we need to think a little bit differently about, well, what does that mean for this game? And where mm-hmm. what, what's the Restart. direction that this this game, you know, that they, what, what do they want the direction for this game to be, you know, in the context of this whole competitive backdrop? You know, does that mean that then Destiny is going to be basically like just fun? Is it just a fun game? To put it simply. You know, is is the PvP supposed to be just fun? And we're going to usher as many competitive folks over here, you know? Mm-hmm. So therefore, we want the skill gap to be relatively small here, you know? Like, nothing nothing crazy, but of course, we're going to usher all the folks who really, truly um, enjoy, like, a, a, a sizable skill gap. Um, we're we're going to push them over to our competitive game, you know, that we're developing right. and whatnot. So that's... That's one thing that, you know, kind of sticks in my mind when when I'm talking about, you know, kind of sandbox changes um, and, uh, you know, whether those sandbox changes specifically narrow, whether I'm thinking that it'll narrow or expand the skill gap. Um, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. The second thing is something that I like and something mm-hmm. that folks need to continue to keep in mind. This is, this is a... a you know how like this is seven years of destiny right yep. this is seven years of destiny 2014 right this is seven years of destiny right we mm-hmm. got some some people who are real nice with it now you know yeah. pvp wise real yeah. nice you got to keep that in mind there are people that have been playing since the beta oh fast know? like mm-hmm. i only started playing in 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 taking king and this is where i am at skill mm-hmm. level you got some people that have been playing since the beta my point is there's a sizable skill gap in Destiny right now by no other fault of, than just the fact that people have just been playing for a long-ass time, nice. you know? And Bungie's trying to temper that a little bit because that's, pro- that's, that's, that's proving prohibitive mm-hmm. to new folks coming in, right. you know, all the way back here. What I've, what I've, what I've heard, and, and I, this, is, this is why I love kind of like um, 
ingratiating myself to some degree uh, with the more casual base is because yep. then, okay, they'll, they'll share some of their perspectives with me who, you know, coming from a community where, you know, the sweat community, the, 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 the higher skill level community, we don't always, we haven't always like treated, you know, casuals, you know, very, very kindly. We'll bag them, we'll, yeah. you know, like, like tell them their shit, you know, all types of stuff. You know, we, we don't have a good rep. We don't have a good rep. <laughs> Ain't no come on now. Be respectful to the cat. <laughs> just you know, and I'm not necessarily speaking for me. I'm just talking about the community from which I come from, right? Yeah. Um, I can understand why there's 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 some animosity towards that. Of course, of course. And so, um, I love it when uh, folks share those different perspectives um, with me uh, from their gameplay experience. And one thing that I continue to hear is that uh, this the 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 What's the word that I'm looking for? Uh, mm -hmm. The learning curve. The yes. learning for curve for coming into PvP right now, especially if you're trying to get into even just a little bit of comp, even just a little bit of trials, you know, like, but even in quick play, mm. you know, it, it's just really smash. steep. Yeah. Really steep. Boy, he's getting smashed. Really yeah. It yeah. doesn't take long, yeah, to walk in and be, uh, and just realize I'm outclassed, like, very, yeah. very quickly. And and and, and the, this is the, this is the thing too, you know that that I've I've told folks is just like when you are outclassed by a certain degree, when the skill gap between you and the next person, or even just the average person, is so great, there's no learning experience there. Right. Yep. You don't you don't understand what's going on to the point where you can change something, you know, for improvement in that situation. You don't you don't understand. There's so many different mechanics. It's overwhelming. Great. It's overwhelming. Great. And. Uh, and it's, we've been sitting here for seven years. We've been sitting here for seven years. So purely off of the fact that, you know, folks have just been playing this game for so long, it's, I guess my point is the direction that I do like, that I do think that Bungie is taking with Destiny and what they truly do realize is this right here. And the fact that they need to continue to make the game as accessible as possible to new folks coming in, mm -hmm. you know, especially yeah. new folks that want to get involved in PvP because otherwise right. our, our population, our base is going to continue to shrink. My man, when Talk. folks when folks Talk. hop into PvP just in quick play and they mm -hmm. just get shitted on the entire time Talk. and they don't even understand yeah. like why, how, what to do differently in order to correct that, you know. So, um, you know, I can I can of course you know like switch off and 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 you know evolve this conversation into what I you know my channel and how um, it's very improvement focused and community mm -hmm. customs on Sundays, two p.m. Eastern. That's right. Plug it, baby. Get him. Get him. Oh, get him. Plug him. Plug him. Talk to him. There are no shameless plugs on this podcast. It's all for you, sir. Oh, um, segue. But, <laughs> but I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, like, um, it's something I think that's truly on their mind. It's something that I try to keep in mind whenever I'm having, for example, these quick draw conversations uh, where people are getting flipped on with a shotgun and they don't really know how to respond. They don't really know how to combat that. They're, they're, you know, I can tell you your 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 positioning is bad, but how do you really change that if you just come into the game? You know, like you don't really process like how to change, you know, the engagement distance. So so basically, we're having this relatively high level conversation, and I need to back it down a little bit and be like, well, okay, all right, well, you probably don't even know how to change your engagement mm -hmm. distance to even combat that. You don't even know what I'm talking about. So mm -hmm. I, I don't know. You know, it's um. 
sometimes when I'm having these conversations online, I, I try to pull myself back and I'm just like, a lot of people don't even understand what you're talking about, Tony. Right, right. <laughs> you know, a lot of people are just trying to play the game, Tony. A lot of people aren't <laughs> trying to play the game competitively. A lot of people aren't trying to necessarily improve. They're just out there just trying to hang out right, and, right. and yeah. hit you in the face with a grenade launcher every once in a while and just have some fun mm-hmm. and frag out. Um, it, it's, it's, a, it's a really tough balance. This is what I'll say. It's a really tough balance for Bungie. And I do yeah. not take that for granted. It is an extremely tough balance. And it just that that tough balance that mm-hmm. that difficulty just comes from so many different areas. I feel like that a lot of people don't even consider. No, man, you you made again phenomenal points. I think that that's the that's the that's always going to be the struggle for them, you know. Because again, I don't again I don't have the percentages offhand, but let's just say that the sweat community represents this, you know, fifteen to twenty percent or whatever it is, and then you have this casual base that again they may want to try trials for the first time and see what that experience is about. And their first experience is so utterly demoralizing that they have no idea what went wrong. And then the first inclination internally is like, well, I'm done. I'm not, I'm not staying here. Like I'm going to get smacked. So again, you, I know us, I'm, I'm not the hardcore community, but I'm not above maybe average community. <laughs> but what, what I realize is that that is so important because what ends up happening, if that base leaves, Right. And, and the, the pool gets so much smaller, then the, the sweats are playing each other and getting frustrated because every match is super sweaty. So it's just this weird dichotomy that they have to solve. But what I wanted to transition is into what we were talking about as far as the uh, this new potential PVP bungee IP thing. Right. So the question becomes and I, I want to bring it to both of you, is that obviously we're seeing that this thing's development. We see a job posting on, you know, they're, they're talking about it. It almost sounds e esportsy <laughs> a little bit, you know, it, 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 we're getting into this realm. So now that we're knowing that this is going to be a focus from them, maybe resource wise, you know, how do you then transition that, apply that to where Destiny's PVP is now mm-hmm. and our frustration with it? Do we say, hey, well, they're working on this, and I'm going to give them a pass because of it? Or is it a situation where, like, like how, how do you process this information now coming out to you that they are working on a dedicated PvP kind of a game in relation to, relation to Destiny's PvP, if you know what I mean, currently right now? For, for me, you know, like, for me, it's kind of like a tough love thing, you know? It's just like... Um, like, you have, like, you have this game right here. Like, I, I don't care whether you're working on a new IP or not. I don't care whether you're working on a new IP or not. Mm-hmm. If you tell me now, like, I say that because it's just like this, this is your this is your business. This right. is your game. You mm-hmm. still got millions of people that are playing. Okay. You know? So it's just like you can't tell me that you know we don't have the resources for this. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have the resources for this in Bungie or whatnot because I, we got this other IP going on over here. Mm-hmm. You can't really tell me that you know as someone that plays like several times a week because it's just like well. You didn't think about that beforehand, you know. You know that you you don't have the resources to split, so yeah, you can't maintain the game that is live right now that people continue to pay money, you know, for like every single day in your in your Everborn story. You know, it's just like um, I don't really go for I don't really go for I don't really go for that. I don't really go for that. Now, what I will say, what I will, will I, what I will go for is mm-hmm. if Bungie is very transparent about the direction of the game with regards yep. to PvP because we have this other IP going over here. Look, people, look, we got this other IP. It's about to be esports. We're going to have dedicated servers. Get ready oh, for that. Oh Get God. ready for that. Can but you understand, oh, but understand when I say this, that 
the way that we're trying to work Destiny specifically is Destiny's not, we're not trying to make it any degree of competitive. Right. You know, like we're not trying to make any degree of competitive. Our mm-hmm. our goal with Destiny, you know, with 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 this with this IP right here is Ooh. that we're trying to make it as accessible as accessible as pop, as possible. We're trying to get this population up. Mm-hmm. You know, we're trying to make the this a true looter shooter and not something you know that you know you know you see what I'm saying. Like we're we're not trying to make it anything you know any particular semblance of competitive. Right. You know, we're trying to keep trials there. We're trying to keep, you know, comp there, whatnot. We might just completely take comp out of the mix, you mm. know, so that people don't even see, like, the competitive aspect in that particular realm. Because mm. we're not even doing anything with comp anyway. Comp yeah. has been the same way for, like, a minute. There's no real rewards there. But my point is, I just want Bungie to just tell me. Just tell mm. me what the direction is. Preach. You tell me what the direction is, therefore, my expectations revolve around what you tell me, mm. and therefore, I'm not going to be disappointed over here when you take quick draw. You know, or when you do something that is counter to my expectations, just give me some expectations. That's Thank it. You. That's all I'm saying, that's brother. All, that's all I want. Reach. I don't care what you do with your game. It's your yeah. game. In the end, I might be passionate about something, you know, but I don't care what you do with your game because I understand it's your game and I can play it if I want to play it and I cannot play it if I don't want to play it. But just tell me. Exactly. Tell me what you're doing. That, so that I can is. Make that decision. So I'm not here sitting on a fence. That's it. That's all <laughs> no, I care about. No, brother, you said it that, and I'll give it back to you. I know I'm, I'm, I no, had to get it over, but it's like that's the source of frustration because, again, literally what you said is what I've been preaching, which is like, okay, as long as we know what's going on, as long as we understand, you communicate to us why there hasn't been any PvP maps in God knows long, why there's been no, you know, focus on the structure, why improvements are taking so long, why PV, the PvP community feels so neglected. And for a person like myself who literally fell in love with this mode to not see any attention to it and then on the flip side, when you look at PvE and you look at sandbox changes, you look at all these things and you see all the attention go one sided for a season, you know, multiple seasons. And like myself, like yourself, like I love trials and it, it hurts me when I, I see it sometimes in the state it is. And and you just see when, like example, when they put the messenger in with a, with a desperado perk and you see people rush to actually play it now. And you see the little things with incentive is, you know, being incentivized to play stuff and comp. It, it really goes to show you like, OK talk to us because when you do these things you know you see that the, the community is engaged and i'll give it to e in, in reference to the question um about this new multiplayer quote-unquote new ip that's pvp folks like when when this news came across your table with, with tassie because you don't want to put it up in, in the dm like what was your thought process now like are you like yo okay but like what happens with destiny or are you like you know, like where are you at with it? I'm, I'm very curious. This was a, this was cool information that came out. Uh, I mean, it would make a lot of it makes a lot of sense, but also what Tony physics. What I'm gonna call you one of those or the other. I don't know which one's gonna come <laughs> out. Um, the biggest thing, as you said first, is we would like to know the direction long term, and they've given us a glimpse of the fact that we have three and a half years of this saga. There's likely going to be more of Destiny after that. We don't know. I've been wondering, honestly, for the long time, how long, and I've had discussions with my chat about the same thing, is how long do they even keep up with, you know, now, past-gen consoles? How long are you going to maintain PS4s and Xbox Ones that are literally eight years old, nine years old, ten years old? When do you stop supporting that platform so that doesn't hold you back, theoretically, to do things like, take weapons and have another perk be a possibility or have another perk slot or when we're at the capacity now 
we talked about this last time or the time before, but a legendary literally can only have so many perks active at the same time because systematically, if there's another one, the game breaks and something doesn't function. That's a very, very, very deep issue to how the game is built. Like structurally, fundamentally, the code, it's a very deep issue if something's at that level. So for them to make those type of changes, it's either a deep system rework and that's something maybe they can do over the next few years. Are we looking out to a Destiny 3, Destiny universe, whatever that thing's going to be called, to see bigger changes like that? And then this now goes to the other side of, okay, so what are the next three and a half years are going to be like is what this always takes me back to. What are we going to look at for armor sets, for example? That's one I always, after playing Outriders especially... Like, Actually, yeah, our, yeah. I mean, that's just like eye opening. Like, dude, this is amazing craziness going on. Can I have even a little in Destiny sometimes on the PvE side, especially like PvP? It's hard because they're always walking that delicate line of have fun in the game, but we got to make sure stuff isn't completely busted when I walk into a PvP match. Otherwise, it's just not fun in a lot of ways. So I get that's a delicate line, but on the other side, hey, if I go do raids or if I go do strikes or there's set bonuses. If I can't have set bonuses because there's technical limitations, like I fall down a rabbit hole really fast when I think about the next couple of years about this. But this one, on turn, for the other side, a lot of like the community is PvP focused. You've got a lot of streamers that do weekend, you know, trial streams. You've got community helps like our man right here. Um, you, Ascendant Nomad, you've got people that just enjoy PvP more because they may jump on for the story on Tuesday, do a couple of quests. But why do they play the rest of the week? Right. If they don't care about checking a couple triumph boxes, it's PvP. They love the right. competition and that type of thing. And that's the side of you're like, okay, so there's a room. And this is a point where if the rumor's out there, it's on Bungie to try and address it sooner than later. Because mm -hmm. the longer that rumor festers, the longer mm -hmm. people on either side of the equation of, hey, is PvP going to be amazing if we get rid of, if all the PvP people go over there, is the PvE destiny going to be something I hope for? Well, we don't know if they don't tell us. On the other side of the PvP, people like, I may as well just like set this thing down for a little while, wait for this other PVP. Like those are the things if you start digging farther into the future that this other prospect of a PVP competitive, not trying to balance 10,000 different options in one match type game, if they can right. really hone down on, you know, your DMRs and stuff like more of a Halo set weapons, something along those lines for a set game that's competitive in esports level. Mm -hmm. What does that do to your game? Well, that's the question of like, how long is it? How how far reaching are those effects into the future? Mm. Is the next two or three years of development that the game they want up by 2025, which that number keeps coming up, if it comes out in 2025, is the next three years of PvP really still going to be the same like this? Is comp going to continue to just slowly fall to the wayside? And Crash we're never going to see anything like a ladder system? Is Trials ever going to see something like dedicated servers? It's oh, like Lord. PC is going to be cheated, but then you see people like jump on Stadia and be like, outside of a little input lag... You know, Trials on Stadia is one of those things people are like, it's the cleanest place to play if you can deal with a little input lag. And it's like, mm. that's one of those when you're like, that hurts a little bit if there's no plan to do that because the future prospects are where their attention is. And it comes back to the state of the game's engine systems or otherwise. Is it too much for them to fix so they have to move forward? Mm. Mm. So I like, I mean, that's a long-winded rambling answer, but I mean, that's one of those to where it's, I it honestly makes me wonder more about what the future next couple of years yeah. are going to be like as we get to the future. Like I'm right. excited about this other PVP game from Bungie. I'm sure it's going to be hella fantastic. Like you know their their mm -hmm. feel of every gun and bullet that comes out of your gun is amazing. I don't expect that to be different in what comes in the future. 
But again, to how, what's the journey to get there? I guess that's my mm. question. Not question, because I came into this article late, and I want to be clear. Um, it's saying Bungie's new and unannounced IP franchise to feature competitive PvP multiplayer with esports. So from my understanding, right, correct me if I'm wrong, the, the secret code name of this IP supposedly, allegedly, was Matter. Is this going to be an additional component of Matter, or is Matter just... For what we're hearing, this PvP razor focus kind of new IP, I guess is my question. Is it, so a, you know, is it my from my understanding, the stating of something being developed in parallel matter is one thing, but maybe this PvP focus thing that they're still working on, and then something else in the Destiny universe may evoke. There's going to be two separate oh, things, two IPs, anyway. Well, maybe a Destiny 3 or some future of the Destiny, but then I. Matters a code name, whether it's this or the future of Destiny, right? It's separate, but I, like when they say in parallel, people are like, Oh, is it in the Destiny universe? I'm like, No, like developed at the same time is what they're talking about. Mm. So that's what, at least the way I read that, that's the way that I understand it as well. Okay, that was my question. Yeah, yeah it's, it's gonna be interesting. And, and, and like I said, physics said it best like, the key is, you know, while that's happening, and we know this now, the information is out, you know, the, the key is going to be charting. The next three years with Destiny, how is the focus there? How is that approach there? Because like Physics said, to be honest, like in fairness to the people who still play this IP, they don't really care about that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. it, it's what are you doing about this current game now and to fix PvP? Now we know, shout out to the homie that that took over um from Luke Smith that is kind of in that role now. Justin um, Thurman, something like that. Is it Blackburn? I forget his name. Oh, Joe but, Blackburn. Uh, yeah, and then oh, Justin. Blackburn. Those two are kind of yeah, like, right. yeah. Those because I did didn't we I mean we we know the the feeling at the studio is very they're very passionate right now that you're seeing the bungee tweets yeah, like you know, literally bungee like with the fist pump type tweets they're feeling good right so yeah. it, I think it's up to them now when we used to get our quarterly you know Luke Smith state of the game kind of a situation right so it, I, I'm very curious to see when we get that in the space of the future when it comes to destiny. And we do know about these projects as well, but how razor focus will destiny be attended to that, especially yeah. the people you see, that's going to be the question. Well, I mean, when yep. the state of the game comes out and they don't mention very much about PVP outside of trials, like right. new maps, new, like there's not a lot of mention with regards to the state of PVP or like, is there any future plans to, as you said, put anything into comp? None of that is mentioned in the state of the game. So again, yep. you have to, that just leads to more questions and worry as opposed to the transparency, at least a little bit be like, Hey, we are working on, you know, a deep dive into the comp system. We'll let you guys know in a couple months once we have some of the details, yeah. nothing like zero at this point. And that's what I think leaves a whole lot of people, especially the crucible focus community, very unsettled. Yeah. And a really good example of that really good example is cheating, right? Really good example of that is cheating. And it's just like, we, we go, we, we can take a really deep dive into this because I've been deep into this since, like, nuts. you know, it started. But, oh, but no, no, well, no, I'll just, I'll just I mean, keep it simple, you know, specifically related <laughs> yeah. to what he said, right? It's just like, look, we don't know what's going on with the anti-cheat, but they let us know they're working on it. They let us know they're actually working on it. They acknowledged it and they let us know they're working on it. And sure. on top of that, these small little things that they do. You know, DMG comes out every once in a while. He's just like, yo, you know, make sure you send me this. Make sure you send me that. You know, we're taking care of this. Every once in a while, you'll see somebody get banned specifically on stream or mm -hmm. something along that line, you know? So we know that there's some 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 things kind of happening in the background, some some machinations, right? Right. Um, look, I'm really frustrated with cheating. I'm really incredibly frustrated with cheating. 
Preach. But just that little bit, oh, just that little bit, them letting us know they're working on it, and you know, every once in a while, them acknowledging this and that is helpful. That's it, what. Do you know how helpful it would be if we got even more transparent? If we got even more like updates? Because it's been a minute since Cosmo sent out that uh, that tweet with regards to the anti cheat. Them working on the anti cheat. It's been a long time, way more than three months. Mm -hmm. You know. So again, my point is in the same I'll loop it right back around you know when i was i was saying to cog it's just like look a lot of this stuff you know a lot of the frustration in the community and, and i'm glad they've started to kind of tap in this a little bit a lot of this frustration that, you know the community just talk to us yeah. talk to us and set some expectations preach set some expectations if you see something rumbling in the community don't let it fester just like he said don't let it fester even it like just the even the smallest thing can start to just blow up. DMT right now, mm -hmm. you know, Dead Man's Tale that's starting yes. to fester a little bit because the the ease of use is so high. Specifically on PC, I don't know how it is in con on console because I'm not there. But specifically on PC, the the ease of use is so high that folks are having an issue with it, taking an issue with. It. Don't let that fester. Right. Address it. Even yeah. we're taking a look at it. We're taking a Take deep a dive. We're yeah, taking yeah. a deep dive into DMT. Mm -hmm. We'll get back to you. We'll collect some more data. We'll have something for you, maybe in like a month, you know, a mm -hmm. month and a half or something like that. And then we'll 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 see if it needs something kind of like toned back or or, or mm -hmm. whatever else. You know, just talk to us. Don't let it fester. Don't let it fester. Yeah. Communication transparency um, goes a long way with kind of easing the frustration and allowing me to sit back and just wait. Because some some people are just like, um, you know, they feel like, oh man, you know, like Tony for example, or or this person over here, they're gonna complain. It you know, it doesn't matter what it is. Well. I'm not going to get to this heightened, frustrated level to the point where I feel the need to actually say something on Twitter yep. about it or where, <laughs> wherever else, you know, my platforms. You know, I'm not going to get to that level quite as quickly if I feel like Bungie's listening. If I feel like yeah. Bungie's actually, you know, yeah. give, me, give me something, a little, little breadcrumb here and there. You know? It's that acknowledgement, right? Like you said, yep. it was almost like I remember when Arbalest was running wild for a little bit. And it's just like, okay, we see it. You know what I'm saying? Or we're looking at you, 600 RPM, you know, so all those, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? We see it. Once I, I, I'm the same way with, with your physics. Like, once I see that, I'm cool. You're not going to get the the crazy wild out tweet and going in <laughs> on a developer and y'all, what the hell? You ain't going to get that. I'm going to chill because I know you own it. But when, like you said, there was that period where cheating was so loose that, that the cheaters were so brazen and right, loose right. with it. They was like, yo, we out here. Yeah, we exactly. out here. We out here. Exactly. What? Bungie, what you going to do? Exactly. And I'm like, bam, do, do you see? And, and there was silence during that period. And, and, and it was so frustrating. And it, it really broke my heart because I'm like, yo, I want to love this game in this mode. And you're not even talking. You're acting like nothing's going on, and they know mm -hmm. it's going on. But again, it's the transparency, and I don't know if it's if it's a thing where because they feel that they can't uh, reach a, a realistic deliverable that they don't want to talk about it. But it's still not a good process to not be transparent because once that frustration, like you said, gets to that point, and then Twitter, there is no stopping that freight train. So you, it's best to just get ahead of it and say, "Hey, we see what's going on." This is what we're thinking about. And, and maybe at a particular time frame, we're going to talk to you guys and address it. You know what I'm saying? That mm -hmm. kind of thing. So I, mm -hmm. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Somebody yeah. said hard light. Yeah, yeah. Hard light was running wild. I remember that. Man, yeah. <laughs> 600 was out there. So they was oh, out there. <laughs> yeah, 600 really were. They really were. I'm telling you. I put that 
there's certain guns that I put on, you know, to kind of take it to a lighter note. Some guns yeah. I put on where I'm just like, I got to take this off. I can't yeah, do it. I can't do, I can't do this. I feel man. dirty. I'm like, oh, man. This is too easy, man. This is too easy. Oh, like, see, yeah. I, don't, I don't mind that every so often. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking, you know, like I'm not judging anybody. Uh, I'm just saying. There was one time, like, when Hard Light was dope. It was uh, really good, oh, right? Dude. Before the nerf. Before the nerf, you know? And cheating had already started as well. It was on burnout. Mm-hmm. I remember it. Yes. You know, and I put on the hard light mm-hmm. and we had some trouble <laughs> in some games doing some <laughs> child's help. We've been having some trouble. I put on that gun and we got like three, four, five cards done back to back in like <laughs> two, two and a half hours, man. Two, two and a half hours. Just hard light go brrr. Like I'm sitting over here just like holding the key down, you know what I'm saying? The fire key just... <laughs> from, from range from, from, yeah, from halfway out. just watch the laser light show and just the kill feed everywhere you know what i'm saying so it's just like i mean after those cards i had to take it back off but my point <laughs> is it's just like man i mean you know it's, it's i heard fun somebody either. joke about that meta though like 600 pms were so popular like one thing I've heard from listening to a lot of people like firing range mm. and a lot of the people that aren't too thrilled with the current meta being so ability heavy and not gun heavy. Yeah. Like yeah. when the 600 RPMs were active, it was a lot of guns and a little less of the other stuff. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Let me ask a quick question. I know we're going on with the subject that we got to move on, but I have to ask physics this. Like from a PvP, what was like, you know, I always call it like the, the the rain of this or the like it was a meta that was like, yo, like I remember like Lord of Wolves had a run. Like, give me some metas that would either you already see what the question's going. Yeah, you already know where I'm going. So yeah. either the, the, the metas that you couldn't stand because it was like a feared meta or a meta that you was like, yo, I liked when this was ruling. Like, mm. give give me some of that. Ooh, 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 let's, let's go. go. Let's All go. Right. <laughs> All right, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Uh, we starting with a meta that we'll start with the meta that I loved. That you I love. Let's go. Let's spare go. Rash and spare yeah. Bender's meta. Oh my god! I saw the oh clips. They could hand cannon got shitted on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come see me, dog. Put on full board because you think max oh. range is gonna do something, and I'm gonna have stability on my shit, and I'm gonna give you the gunny over. And over and over again, <laughs> these titans, these titans come out, you know, and these titans, they're just like, oh, I can put, I can primary now. I don't have to punch, run around with the shotgun. They put on their max range full board spare rashes, get yeah. tapped the fuck up. Then they put on the spare the fucking Lord of Wolves, and you knew that they knew I was in the game. Yes, that was yes. in the game. We had to, we, I go from it. When I saw you at the back, at the back step with the Lord of Wolves at the back step, just to get the distance. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They knew they could either play me back over here or they had to get in my face now because that hand cannon won't oh, yeah. work in. <laughs> but uh, on the real, I love spare benders. I love spare benders. Spare I love Forsaken uh, when it first came out with mm-hmm. Ace of Spades, of course, as well. Before Not Forgotten started taking over. Mm-hmm. Um, like those are probably my two favorite metas because they were they were truly like hand cannon uh, focused metas. Oh, of course. Which you oh, love. Your, that's Which yours, you love. of course. Which is anti-Ebontis. It's anti-Ebontis. We go continue. He hate the hand. We gotta continue. <laughs> I ain't gonna look. Yeah, he, hey, he I'm go just little biased little. to my Go Figure, and they finally took that away. Yeah, so. Hey, don't get me wrong. I loved Go Figure. I love Go Figure. Take it out on, uh, what was that map? Equinox? Woo! She went nice Go Figure? Yo, oh, I mine, watch I had two that were, like, next to Max yeah, Range, had, basically. Oh, yeah, oh basically. God. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, right? Let me, let me, let me, what'd you have on it? Still had one. Hold on. <laughs> I literally couldn't delete it. I know he didn't get rid of it. That damn dad pod. 
Oh my God! Always with the dad bod. Damn, Damn. dad bod post that he always got. Dad, what what was that the Black Armory one that you had too? What was that one? Oh, that um, was, uh, what was, what was oh, I never got the God roll on that. Blast furnace. Blast furnace. I never furnace. got the God roll on blast furnace. Mm-hmm. Mine was literally just outlaw rampage, but it was ricochet. It was a long zoom scope, so it was like a dusk scope, Perfect and scope. then masterwork. Uh, it was just a range masterwork as well. So oh, that's mm-hmm. nice. So it was nice. 90, was 97 cool. range on that one. Keep in mm-hmm. mind, that was before the ricochet round nerf, where yes. you actually got the zoom factor from the ricochet rounds on top of it, on top yep. of the range that, that it gives you. Man, that, that thing was probably mapping. And on a mm-hmm. map like Equinox, man, mm-hmm. people thought you had to pull out a scout on that map, but then folks quickly learned, you know, oh, you just yep. got to have a really nice pulse. Get yes. you that go figure, get you that Very blast good. furnace, pop. Sick. If you had Outlaw and Kill Clip or Outlaw mm-hmm. and Rampage on a go figure, call it. Call oh, yeah. it. So nice. Seriously. Yep. Aggressive frame pulses. So flip side now, the most notorious, you were disgusted oh. meta. Disgusted. Just dis- a completely dishonest meta. Yes. Completely dishonest. Sniper meta. Sniper Ooh. meta, 100%. And, and it, it, was, it was even worse mm-hmm. because on PC, that's when like the cheating started getting like rampant. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Like whole clans started popping up of cheaters. Everybody knew they were cheaters in that what clan. Was the sniper? What's the sniper? They use it though. Was the... It didn't matter. Where you you literally and the, the crazy thing is, you know, soft aimbot ex- existed, and I call safe soft aimbot because it, it's not really cheating. It's just like snipers were so easy that and and the flinch pattern was so um, we'll call it just easy. You know, yeah. the flinch pattern was so easy. I mean, you basically if you've seen the videos, you literally tap them like once or twice, and it pops. To your head. To your head. Yes. Instead of pushing away. Yes. Continue. Exactly. It doesn't <laughs> pop it up. It literally clicks back to your head. So even if you, you were on yep. the head to begin with, it flinches to your head. It's uh. insane. It's insane. So, <laughs> so it's just like uh, that meta right there because I am so primary focused, especially right. with my hand cannon. You know, like the amount of times I two tap somebody to the head and whether it was a cheater or whether it was just somebody legit because of the flinch, the flinch pattern, it would just click right to my head and then I'd be dead. And I'm just like, what do you want me to do? So that that was like the worst for me when you literally went into even just a sixes match and you just saw scopes after scopes. scopes. (laughs) Nobody wanted to primary, man. I'm sitting over here like just shining my shoes, just Waiting for, you know what I'm saying, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Jimmy, Jimmy, Billy, Jimmy, Billy, 926XXX. <laughs> you know, maybe, 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 maybe primary. Uh, <laughs> like, I literally changed my name quite a few times during that season to primary me, comma, you coward. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> literally that calling was, people out in a match, be like, come on. I feel that. Was, that. I felt that, that to the core. And that is the origin also of the, like, when I started calling people cowards as well, <laughs> is when, when folks just won't primary me. They just won't. They just won't. Salute the physics for being messy. <laughs> <laughs> Salute that was sudden. He changed his name to let them know. I know what y'all doing. I got to call y'all out and explain the name and shame y'all on what y'all saying. doing out here. This when matter. I changed my name to that right there, a few more people primary me. You know? A few more <laughs> people do actually stick around for those fights. You know? <laughs> Back. Oh, oh sorry for I had to get no, that question. No, that's like honestly, I don't get these conversations a lot. So I, it was good to hear the same <laughs> level of frustration that I had. I mean, that's one of those when you go through seven years of Destiny, you've lived through like the Thorn, 
the you know the glowing green screen thorn you've been through those times you've been through laser tag you've been through all of those moments where you're like yeah stuff was a little busted for a little while and we've been through all of these waves but also it's it's just one of those things how long some of them last like yeah. the one-eyed mask meta oh that one lasted like I don't know of a whole lot of people that were like, oh, no, that's totally fine. Like the whole Twitter that I follow was like, yeah, this is broken for a year. And then finally it comes around. And every so often you're like, I know you guys have a lot of data and I know you guys read the community. And then there's Reddit and Twitter still. <laughs> and those are some of the times when you have to wonder what is taking so long? And sometimes they've said the technicality of like, well, if we do this one thing, it's going to break six others and like completely nerf it into the ground. But then sometimes they'll literally gray out something because it's so busted. So I always wonder, again, comes back all the way around to love to be a fly on the wall for some of the decisions sometimes because some things last a while, like rockets took a year to get a buff versus on the other side, you know, you've got stuff in PVP that'll get turned off in like a day. Yeah, mm -hmm. or even or even swords. You know, swords weren't here uh, for that long. Preach. They really weren't here like popping for that long. I, mean, right. I think that swords. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. You know, but I feel like swords were like likely the most effective heavy that we've seen in Destiny Two. Like, period. You mm -hmm. know, just yeah, the most effective. We're not talking about just with bosses. We're talking about just across the board. It, it literally allowed swords and the porks that we ha have on swords. Like, literally allowed folks to more oh, yeah. easily. Uh, solo things mm -hmm. uh, absolutely you know absolutely um, so to see those nerf like so soon i'm sure it was based on usage numbers since they were you know since they're so strong across like d2 um mm -hmm. when they became uh prevalent i'm sure those usage numbers said oh, okay we probably need to tone this back but i would have i would have liked to have seen those for like a little bit longer because me too. Me too. me as a pvp player not even like a pve main i was i was i was really enjoying like going in and trying to solo some shit yeah. I knew I had like a really strong tool that would allow me to um to take down champions in particular. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've gone through and done countless videos of soloing lost sectors and stuff. That's my usual guidance is trying to solo stuff generally. So when you have something, a lot of the times, especially, and it's been a weird thing from Destiny 1 to Destiny 2 for me, is I generally don't feel like I have enough DPS as one player. Mm-hmm. And that's one of those things. And I'm granted esoteric will prove me wrong every time with a hand tied behind his back, but he's just a monster. So we know that. He's not human. He's an android. But that's just one of those two. The sword was a nice. I like the risk reward aspect of it. And I think when it comes to the boss fights and getting in there, whether it was, you know, pit of heresy, you're like, I got to be in there. But I also know I have to build specifically around. And that's why I like that one sword perk that was on an artifact where if you're wearing a sword and you equip the sword, you're going to take a little less damage. Like while you have. Yeah. Passive, passive guard. guard. Yeah. So it's like when you're up close and I'm sitting there wailing on the pit of heresy Zolmak boss and this one explodey thrall makes it through my bubble of blindness and he like blows up next to me. I'm not instantly going to get nuked for that one like just crap moment. And it was yeah. that, but it was a, but again, you can't run anything else when that happens. You're using that like six or seven tier thing you get to play. And that's one of those little builds I got to enjoy. And it just seems swords got nerfed once. And then now with lament and then a couple more times, it was a fun style. And it's one of those things you see come into a game like destiny. I'm like, we had them in D1, but we only had exotics. I'm like legendary swords. Let's see how they do. And they actually ended up being fun. And yeah. unfortunately now I think the fun they're, they're pulling away from it again. And I've heard some people in yeah. my chat just say, you know, uh, it's like, can you stop stealing my fun? Now, that's a balancing thing sometimes, but it's like it's a phrasing 
when you again experience something like Outriders, like it is so brokenly fun of how many things can be going on, but it's also the way they scale and manage. It still feels like they make you powerful enough to barely handle all the stuff they throw at you. And I kind of enjoy that balance of like being on the brink of dying half the time. Mm-hmm. And the sword mm-hmm. was always that kind of risk reward jump in. Did I, yeah. did I get the smash? Can I get back it? Like those mm-hmm. moments were fun. And it's like, when you're a little farther away or just shooting a hand cannon at a boss, it doesn't feel like it does anything. And that's mm. kind of when you feel like you're a bit in the moment. So yeah, swords are fun and I'm with you that I'm sad. I see him go. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. And I, th- and I think also like keep in mind as well, like we got, we got the sword, we got the fun, you know, and now we might be back to like rockets just sitting back yeah. a little farther too. So, I mean, some of it is kind of just like, you know, we, we got to experience that high, right? Of yep, like right. really getting in the fight, really getting in the engagement, like deep in high risk, high reward, exactly what you said. And and now we're back to, you know, like the best DPS is kind of like sitting back and, you mm-hmm. know, so it's, it's not Snipe, an auto it's rocket. Not an, it's not an easy balance. It's not an yeah. easy, you know, like reward balance, you know, yeah. to, for, for Bungie to manage. I certainly don't want to make it seem like, oh man, this is easy. You should just kept swords the way they were, blah, blah, oh, yeah. blah. You know, like I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying that, you know, but all I am saying is, you know, I would have liked to see like swords, you know, hang in there a, li- a little bit longer. But um, I definitely understand, you know, usage wise and meta wise, why they why they ended up flipping it, um, flipping yeah. it so quickly. Yep. I hear you, brother. Well, yeah. I was like outside of, of course, PVP, we got the world of uh, Guardian Games. Yeah. <laughs> Not too far away around the corner. Before I even go into what's coming, before mm. we knew about any changes, you guys knew it was coming on the calendar. What were your thoughts going into this pre-announcement? You guys like, hey, Guardian Games is coming back. You're like, I'm just going to be in trials on the weekends. What's Guardian Games? <laughs> like, where were you on the spectrum of excitement for Guardian Games before we got the news of what's coming? Physics, where you at with it, man? Yeah, uh, you know, Guardian Games is definitely one of those activities for a PvP main where, I mean, at least for me, where I'm just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's basically, that's basically where I'm at with it. Uh, because... I'm not going to spend a lot of my time in activity in the activities that um, like, okay. So if I was to contribute, for example, like my contribution would have to be pretty squarely in line with the activities that I already, that I already engage in, you know, considering guardian games, there's not a lot of overlap, you know, like the activities that contribute towards, for example, hunters winning or something like that. Uh, It's not as if I'm going to be in those activities, engaging in those specific, you know, points or whatever else mm-hmm. um you know very often i would have to actually go out of my way to do that and with my schedule i'm not really not really going to be doing that basically Absolutely. so uh, it's not to say that i don't uh, enjoy it as an activity and i think it's worthwhile to be here because i do definitely think that it does i think it's particularly whimsical uh yeah. the, uh the nature of titans and how they just they just want to win like that's <laughs> <laughs> Titans, man, I'm telling you, these days there's nothing in Destiny that cracks me up more than like Titans. They just mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just it's just something about something special about the personalities of the folks that play Titan <laughs> as a main that it's just it's just I love it. It's endearing. Yeah, see, look at E. I know you are. Don't worry. As soon as you said go figure, to be honest, let's be to be to be honest. Uh-huh. You know, as soon as you said go figure was like your main for like a little bit, I know I'm like, got it. Yeah, that's a titan right there. That is one hundred percent a dad right there. Dad gamer. <laughs> wow, that gamer in the building. Um, yes, but, so uh, but on the real, like, uh, out. it's one of those activities for me where it, you know I enjoy kind of like sitting back and and looking to see, looking in, and seeing yeah. 
you know, what's going on with it, but not something that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm necessarily <laughs> actively engaging in. You all right there, E? You good? You check the things out. You check the things out. <laughs> and make sure you go figure still in the vault. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got about 20k on that Lord of Wolves bet. Oh, bet, oh, yeah. bet. I didn't use Lord of Wolves. I never really got on that one. I'll be honest. But I did have about 40k on my Go figure, so I'm definitely guilty of charge. There you go. Fair. What about you, Cognito? Can you even recover after that? Because I'm dead over here. <laughs> and I was dead. He was. He went. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, same thing with physics. I mean, you know, it was one of those things when you look at the road map and you go. Okay. All right. You know what I mean? And, you know, out of respect, I'll, I'll see it. I'll, I'll try it. You know, you know, the trailer looked fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you said, whimsical. It was, you know, okay. The very SRL-ish kind of suits, by the way. A little bit. A little bit. SRL vibe. I just wish there was an activity that would actually use those yeah, suits. Yeah. You know, that they just either, neither here nor there. But now, look, yeah. at the end of the day. That's matter. Yeah. It's fun bragging rights. We're going to get, yeah, that's probably matter. That's fun bragging rights. We'll get into the specifics in a few but, um, you know, look, I'm willing to, to see, you know, what's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just all right, let's see what the changes are, how different it was. And then we're going to get into the percentages of class winning versus population. I'm very curious how they're going to handle that. I know you'll get to it. And, um, yeah, let's just see what it is. And part of me, the only curiosity is, you know, for me, it's always going to be the loot, the, the reason why I'm going to yep. be in there. Exactly. So, exactly. yeah, that that is going to be key. And, this um catalyst that we're going to talk about it better do something for me to be in that invested you know what i say cuz yeah. that kind of I wasn't really using like that anyway but we'll see. yeah yeah and and just to just to springboard for like a quick second you know you said it exactly right like that's how you get anybody into any activity in this game really is the loot you know yep. like you will definitely see me get those armor sets all three of them oh, by the way <laughs> you know so so that's so like sure, I'm 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 looking in, you know, to like the main, uh, like specifically when I think of Guardian Games, I'm always thinking about the podium, right? Like which which class is gonna win or whatnot. But of course, I will definitely get in for the loot. That's just the main reason why anybody gets in. I mean, it's a looter shooter, right? So, um, kudos to Bungie yet again for providing some excellent, excellent loot. Um, that's gonna get even even me, you know, involved in it uh, to some degree. So, um, loot, loot, loot. That's it, 100%, 100%. So how much are you going to be dropping at Eververse this weekend? Or next weekend? <laughs> uh, I play the game enough. Most times most times, I don't have to drop much more than Just Bright Dust. Bright so. Dust, oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. we Gucci. Well, that works. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, I mean, we joked about it when the calendar came out. We're like, oh, here we go. Like, I mean, last time, obviously, we went through, you know, all the bounties and Titans got to hell because they thought they were cheating and turning too much in. But it was so much like, go grab your bounty, go punch your abilities, pick up your laurels. Like, it got really repetitive for a while, and then everybody mm -hmm. lost it because they're like, well, Titans seem to be winning every day, what the hell? Mm -hmm. Then it just really fell off pretty fast last time around. So, at least with regards to the classes, they do have a specific change of what they're trying to do with that. And they said, um, Hunters definitely have more of a population. It's just period, it's there. That is the yep. standard yep. of the game's population. So they state this time around, due to the difference in classes, they said this year, whatever class comes in third place gets a permanent 10% bonus to scoring going forward through the rest of the event. So if Titans have the smallest population, us crayon eaters just kind of killed ourselves off, it's fine. Um, if that happens over the course of, you know, a week, if we're in third place, then we're getting 70% 70 more, 70 more points going into the next, like, you know, going into that 
for two weeks. So it is 10% for whoever's in third place. And at some point, if I turn in one gold medal and you turn in one gold medal, even if there's, you know, 50% less of me, I'm going to catch up. Mm. So mm. they said data-wise, from if they applied this to previous year's data, they said it was pretty competitive. So I, as I said, will be very curious to see how that hands out. Do you guys think that's a fair enough way to where, like, if you're third, you're always getting a little bit more? Do you think second place might get screwed? Do you think it might even out in the end? Um, I, defer, I defer to the mathematician in science. Yeah, I, man. Uh, it, it's, tough to, it's tough to say, right? Like, I'm not going to be doing all that math in my head, and I certainly don't have access to all their data from right. last year or the year before. Um, of course, I mean, hopefully, I'm sure they thought about this, the fact that last year's data was a bit skewed based on what, what happened with regards to, you know, like, like Titans, et cetera, et cetera. But um, I don't know. I don't know. You know, like I'm sure I'm sure that they ran their algorithms. I'm sure that they ran their math. Um, and I'm sure that it wasn't just based off of last year's numbers as well. Something a little more standardized, you know, like the year before. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting. I say it's just interesting. I think that it is justifiable, most definitely, um, based on pop numbers to to have some sort of uh, buffer in there, to have some sort of uh you know catch up mechanism um especially for you know folks that are just you know uh, inherently behind just based off of pop numbers per class so yeah. it'll just be interesting to see and i'm glad that they continue to try to have, uh you know mess around with the algorithm to make sure that uh that you know classes stay in there if we're going to have titan warlock hunters going against each other then you know we're going to need to have some algorithm at some point in order to kind of normalize things um, like the 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 big big brain idea would be for the all the hunters to try and talk to each other, sandbag for the first little while, get that that boost, and then come in with all the population numbers and just say, and just steamroll everybody. But that's that, never gonna happen. I know that take way too much coordination. Yeah. Well, it's, it's it would take way too much coordination, but we're all still my hunters, you know. Like, <laughs> let's be real, you know, hunters are just in it for themselves. Like, they're just, they're just they, they are the they are the soloists, the lone gunners. Yeah. Hunters got massive, massive egos too. Let's be real, let's be real about that too. We 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 talked about this on the on the channel like quite a bit. Look, we we all know, you know, we all know. Look, we we gonna just segue for like a quick let's second. Got the egos, like Facts. massive fucking egos. Massive ego. <laughs> if you you are more likely to get bagged by a hunter, you, you might get bagged by a titan, but it'll be playfully. You know, like a hunter will literally shit on your life, emote, bag, whatever else. And they will in person, like they will be thinking shitty thoughts about you. Like a Titan don't think about like they just bag you and go about their business and go on to the next person or whatnot. You know, hunters like they just think too much of themselves and like they're selfish with their time, too. There's no coordination that's coming from hunters whatsoever. So what's a warlock going to do? Like read you your eulogy? Is that how that one works? If if warlock is going to do anything, they're going to create like a Reddit post and they're going to coordinate in secret until the end, you know? Like, they're the big (laughs) brains, but they don't ever really show it, you know? It's that low-key shit. They're they're passive-aggressive. There you go. A locked locked Reddit post, and it's only going to be warlocks in there, and they're going to coordinate that bitch, and then they might come back from behind, but we'll see. I don't know, like... I don't. I just don't know whether warlocks can come away from their books too much to even really care about the dub, you know. So that's that's kind of my thing. And then Titans, like you saw what Titans did last year, like they just trying to prove they're the best, you know. Period. They're just trying to prove they're the best. 
Okay. Uh, lovable, love frustrating, incredibly frustrating. Yo tunes out the ass, but yeah. You know, I, oh, where's Justin just, at? Where's yeah, Justin? Where's IRL tight, that was, <laughs> yeah, um, IRL tight, man. He, he drops me. He, I swear to God, he, he comments like a yo tune on my post at least every, <laughs> every, day, every day. Every day. We'll just see. I'm following you and him both because he was a. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You know. So it's just like. Yeah. Uh, It'll be it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. But I definitely to get back on subject, I definitely think that population wise, there needs to be something with regards to an algorithm to normalize things. I think this is I'm glad that Bungie continues to experiment to make sure that uh, the thing that matters most in the competition is folks effort towards um, towards the dub um, as opposed to, you know, being already kind of inherently behind based off of something that they can't control, um, you know, i.e. Uh, population numbers. Yeah. So uh, so I was I was excited to see it. I, I did read through that part of the post, and I was excited to see that they're continuing to kind of keep that in mind because if they yeah. weren't, then and yeah, you know, have, a, a dub would mean pretty much nothing based on pop numbers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the big ones is it's all going to be based on medals. You've got your bronze, silver, and gold. Your standard activities, your strikes, your crucible, public events. Who knows where we're going to get these? We'll probably figure out once we get in there. The big ones, new ones, are going to be the platinum medals. Mm-hmm. Platinum medals are going to be based around trials, mm. competitive, and nightfalls. Mm. So you got two PvP, one PvE. So it actually does work for the PvP players to have time that they may not be, you know, want to go run strikes or raids or anything like that. But if you run trials cards, I'll be curious if they cap the platinum at Mm -hmm. a certain number for the week. Or is it like, Mm -hmm. is this your platinum for the week? Like you run a trials card, you do a certain number of things. Or can you cash them in over and over? Do it. Mm -hmm. I also want to know the disparity as far as the trials, be it it's a limited weekend event versus someone that's doing nightfall so what's the what's the disparity there like mm, what's the advantage mm, right you know yeah mm. you have to do 10 nightfalls versus you know get right. 10 round win 10 rounds one in a trials matches or something like what's the difference going to be that i'm curious because yeah. you have the time limited sake they also give you comp as well for the pvp so again we'll see if right. that's the same thing with rounds or how they do that um but those are going to be the two specifics and if you do those two plat two or three platinum activities you get a chance at a like special glow you get an all-star glow mm. so okay. every friday they're going to have their ceremony for the week the kind of closing ceremony for the week's activities so we'll start on tuesday so that friday so tuesday wednesday thursday if you want that first all-star glow you're going to need to go do one of those platinum activities obviously trials won't be there yet so it might be comp might be nightfalls mm. then that will last your glow for the week mm. So that's where your class emblem is going to end up showing bronze, silver, gold, or platinum. Um, That's going to be kind of a weekly basis, more for looks than cosmetics. But on a daily basis, depending on who is in first, second, or third, the main thing that they're adding this time around is the Guardian Games Vanguard Strike playlist. And they're changing it up to be truly class specific. So if I go queue up for strikes, it's all titans. It's all warlocks. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. So they finally got that one focused up. And the main reason is the laurels that are going to be your currency to buy sparrows and ghost shells and these uh, challenge cards and stuff like that. Those are all going to be with laurels. So if you run into this playlist, that's where you're going to acquire most of them because working with the same class, if you pick up the same class laurel, you get bonuses. So it's going to be advantageous for you to run into this playlist because that's probably where you're going to farm a lot of them. Since everybody's going to be the same class. It's like, would you stop dropping hunter and warlock things? I need Titan ones. Like now everybody's the same. And the interesting thing is they actually added modifiers. So depending on, and it's a daily change. So, you know, at first hunters may have, you know, the gold early on, but as soon as the population numbers catch up, hopefully the variance will happen pretty soon. If you have gold the previous day, you're going to have extra health, extra shields and recovery. 
and also your kinetic weapon damage is increased. If you're silver, melee abilities recharge faster, elemental damage is increased from guardians, and more heavy ammo is available. And if you're bronze, if you're struggle bussing, which I'm sure I will be at first, uh, grenade abilities deal more damage and recharge faster, so I'm guessing grenadier will be on, and elemental damage will be increased from guardian sources. So the buff tends to escalate the lower down the rankings you are, and then on the other side, there's negative modifiers. So the higher mm -hmm. you finish, the harder stuff working against you. So if you're gold, you're going to have two negative modifiers applied that basically come from the other classes. So the Titans are based around the melee attacks that come in. Warlocks are based on airborne damage and hunters based around radar. So Ooh. say warlocks are gold. Titans were silver and then hunters were bronze. Well, the Titans would apply to a warlock group. Um, melee attacks deal significantly more damage, and then the hunter would disable your radar. If the hunters went into the strike, they would have no modifiers against them. So mm -hmm. that's the general idea, is the better you finish, you're going to have some buffs, but the worse you finish, the easier it is going to be for you to sit there and farm and get some more of that stuff up. I wanted to see your guys' thoughts on what you guys think about that. Does this excite you to go into the strike playlist? Do you think it's going to you know, run out of steam, be like, that was cool for a day type thing. Were you guys falling physics? You, you're obviously the guest. What, what do you think so far? I thought it was interesting. Like, uh, like for me, a PVP main, you know, the PVE activities that excite me the most are going to be the most challenging ones. So I actually kind of like the fact that we have some additional modifiers, something that I actually have to think about a little bit. Um, and I'm curious to see how, uh, the buffs are going to play with the debuffs as Ooh. well. You know, I thought about that a little bit. So, you know, if you're in gold place, for example, you're going to take more damage while you're uh, airborne. But also on top of that, you're going to have more, what was it, health and shields as well. Um, yep. And yep. I thought it was interesting as well that if you're gold, then that means that you're going to have to, I mean, your kinetic weapons do more damage, but also kinetic weapons as a whole do less damage than, you know, special weapons, um, right. grenades and abilities and things like that. So, um, it, you know, it's it's... It's an interesting balance. It definitely intrigues me. I will definitely jump in there and see what the deal is. What, what I actually like the most, to be honest, out of this, um, is the fact that you jump in with, with the, your same class. Same yeah. class. I like that. That shit, that shit, ooh, that shit got me, I got me hyped. You know, can you imagine like Titans just like bumping shoulders with the brothers, you know, <laughs> and just jumping in the strike? You know how hype that that gets sure. folks, like right. Titans in particular, when they hop in and they see all Titans. I mean, just hop into a strike now, and it's just like, oh, we're all Titans, you know? Yeah. Oh, we're all hunters. It just that camaraderie, you know, and to 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 a negative degree that tribalism, I guess you could say as well. <laughs> but that camaraderie is kind of is kind of a cool. It's kind of a cool feature. It's kind of a cool feature, and I think that folks will be a little more excited about the mode because of that. Because you know you're in there, you're all you all kind of have the same objectives with with regards to Guardian games, um, and so you're all going to kind of like push and push each push each other. I thought that was really cool. That was the most exciting thing uh, for me. But um, you know, a close second, most definitely, is I enjoy challenging PVE. Um, it keeps me engaged um, because in general, I find PVP uh, substantially more challenging than PVE simply off of the ver the variety that you can get uh, engagement wise versus the variety that you can get in PVE. So the more challenging PVE, the more I'm going to be engaged in it. Um, and so uh, I like the idea of the modifiers. I do like the idea of the modifiers. And I think it throws an extra dynamic in there uh, with regards to folks that are leading, uh, not getting complacent, you know, in that gold position, um, because they know that 
not only modifiers are on, but also they know that the folks that are in the last place, for example, got that extra 10%, exactly. et cetera, et cetera. You know, folks aren't going to get complacent. So hunters may be in the lead to start, but as usual, hunters get lazy and they get cocky and they, they <laughs> think they're going to win. They're just going to win. You know, we got this dub in the bag. I mean, just hunters just being hunters, you know, we got these egos, right? So, um, you know, so easily, I hope folks realize so easily, you know, get that you get that gold that shit can be taken away um, just based off of, like I said, the modifiers and, and also the 10%, et cetera, et cetera. So I think it's really cool. I think it's really cool. Um, I, I look forward to seeing um, how those uh, buffs, debuffs play off of each other. I look forward to seeing the dynamic between folks hopping into strikes with, uh, with their brothers and their sisters. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, I think it's dope. I think it's dope. Yeah. I think you said it best. For like, yeah, same thing. You know, uh, the the actual mechanic, the the ten percent. You know that the the buffs, the debuffs. I, I just love that balance. Like you said, just not having that that complacency at the top just because you won. You know, whatever. And and the strike playlist, man. As a warlock, being the warlock delegation, we got our books out. We chilling. And <laughs> look, it's gonna be dope. Because I, I mean, I could be, I could get the, I could, I could run my dawn blade. I could run what's what's my mask, my buggy eye mask with 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 a uh, top tree. I could do that. Or we could go stasis. You know, well of radiance. I got different flows. The arc bros are out. Like yep. Nova, bro. It's 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 gonna be fun to see just your class in a strike. Yeah. And I think that's cool. And uh, shout out, you know, like I said, shout out to Stasis as well. We'll see what's up with that. I got some cool bills with the um, the little, uh, what is it, turret, Stasis turret. turret. So you're going to have like six turrets and arc buddies just do, uh, you guys are just walking forward, real, mowing it all down. Get real toxic. Go go with the, what is it, the gateway <laughs> getaway artist. Yep. Oh, yeah. And also go with, uh, what, what's my post? No, no time, time to explain. explain. Oh, no time to explain. With yeah. it, you know, whatever. We got a lot of things we could do, man. But look, at the end of the day, it's fun. Uh, it, it, this is a nice, cool domain. I, I'm very curious to see how strong the debuffs are in actual, you know, actuality. You know, when when you're out there in the playing field and stuff like that. But um, look, I, I like that they're attempting. They're attempting to do different things with this this mode, and um, I think it's it's it sounds fun. I'm willing to give it a shot. What about you? How did you thought about it? Uh, I mean, for me, New Rad probably said the one thing that I wanted to say is they're finally working on a way to make it to where you're not working against your fellow guardians in yeah, your activity. Like I'm not like, I'm trying to get all the kills cause I want all the laurels that I can get from my class as opposed to, oh, I don't want to see those colors on the ground. It's just going to be the only color you want to see the whole time. Doesn't matter who's get it, just working together. And I think that's a positive piece because it always feels like all of these things we're doing. It's always like, how fast can somebody go through the strike so they get all the kills to do their bounties and leave yep. everybody else in the dust? And now it does seem that collaboration will benefit everybody as opposed to leaving people in the dust. You might have mm. somebody that goes a little faster, but it's not working against your other teammates. It's all right. kind mm. of collaborative. So I'm hoping that continues into the bounties because mm-hmm. that's the other piece of it is like, you need to get this. Be like, in strikes, your fire team is what I hope to read mm-hmm. because right. that would be the other piece is like, you need 100 kills. Your fire team needs 500 kills. I would much rather see the fire team needs more working together and, you know, assisting everybody than I need to get 100 critical kills or snipers because that's just more annoying for me to be very, oh, no, they shot that. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Different people are going to be totally fine. Like, I can go through and get my crits totally fine, and that's fine. But on the other side, somebody playing a little slower, trying to enjoy the event for free, they don't want to feel hamstrung just because they're not as fast as the people who are burning through everything. So I'm hoping... Yeah the other side of the bounties is kind of thought of as well. But overall, yeah. just the positive group effort, I like. 
Yeah, it's also going to increase the diversity as well. Somebody, so for example, 100, okay, as a fire team, you get 300, 100, whatever sniper kills or whatnot. Oh, well, this person's got a sniper on right here. That means Ooh. I can put on a pulse for this other bounty, yes. you know? So it's just like it increases, it, you know, encourages diversity as well. And, and folks don't feel the pressure to necessarily put on a gun that they don't, they don't want to put on. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, or, or that somebody else has on everybody. We, now we got three snipers, you know, trying yeah. to snipe out Shiro Chi or something like that. When I can put on like a machine gun or something, I, I don't know. So yeah. I like it. I like it. I think it's some yeah. thought definitely yeah. that went into this. Absolutely. Absolutely. The loot's looking cool. Um, yeah, man, I'm definitely willing to give this stuff a shot and see how this thing goes out, man. But yeah, I, I like it. It's, it's a cool little concept where you don't feel like you're working against each other. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. next piece is going to be the metal case of course um, it's going to be where you're going to store in your metals you get from your contender cards things like that big thing to know for anybody who listens to this who sees it who listens to my video watch mm-hmm. the metal case capacity they okay. have a limit to them okay. and if you acquire a metal once you're at capacity for say like hey it can hold five golds I have no idea I'm making this number up and mm-hmm. you get another gold like into your character when this is full you lose it Mm. so watch your capacity big time especially triumphs if you're gonna go and you know click on the triumphs to get everything that you've done make sure your case is empty and don't overfill it's the biggest thing i just wanted to say check your capacity watch the metal case turn stuff in frequently make sure it doesn't overfill so you don't lose things because triumphs you only get it one time especially if it's like a platinum you know give your class the best chance it can don't lose stuff um Mm. The contender cards, they said this year they're introducing a new way to earn points for your team called contender cards. You'll be able to pick these up from EVA in exchange for laurels, hence why you're going to want to play that strike playlist to pick all those up. Completing objectives and strikes. Crucible Gambit will earn a gold medal upon completion. There's also a special platinum medal that I was talking about. We'll focus on completing objectives in Nightfalls, Survival, and Trials. This will be the only way to earn a platinum medal. Completing a platinum will earn you the all-star status, as I talked about before, for the next um, podium ceremony. Make sure you mm-hmm. complete the Platinum Contender card before daily reset on Friday. So before 10 a.m. Pacific on Friday, if you mm. want that all-star status for the weekend. And it's still a cosmetic mm. glow, but that's the general idea. Um, mm. So just watch the capacity of the metal case. That's the only thing that I've read. That you could, if you just sit there and be like, oh, I've done like 20 case. Why do I only have five still? Just watch yeah. that. That's, I just wanted to make sure and shout that one out. Good point. Uh, podium ceremony. Basically every weekend there's a ceremony that they're going to do. Third is bronze. Obviously, you get your different glows. All stars get the platinum. So even if your class does get bronze, yeah, you, can, you still... can if you at least go for some of those harder activities, you can have at least the all star glow and look good. Even mm-hmm. if your class is, you know, <laughs> having some struggles. Yeah, yeah. Actually, actually. Uh, that's so, a very nice way to put it. Very nice. I mean, very... I'm trying to be reasonable. Very diplomatic, sir. Continue. Uh, <laughs> diplomatic is, is the way is the way to say it. I would have said something different. <laughs> If you suck in, <laughs> that's, 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 that's still, still that's nice. nice. <laughs> if, you, if you're getting shit on, just you know, you might want to step it up a little yeah. bit. Might want to step it up a little bit. I was like, you yeah. got a little glow doesn't mean you're not still yeah. getting, you know. Yeah, so you're first week, that, Hunter's going to be shitting on everybody till that True. bonus kicks in. So right. that's kind of going to be a thing. So give it time. That's the other piece, too, as like, I hope in game, because not everybody reads the Bungie blog, look at Twitter or YouTube. If they see Hunter, 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 they're like, oh, they ran they ran the board with it. I'm hoping they do something. And this is one thing I wish they would do a little bit more. Mm. I like the pop up messages sometimes, but like make it very specific and say, you know, it is going to be a 10 percent increase every day. I wish they would kind of show how close just to know Mm. that stuff is in reach. 
Because mm. if they see four victories for hunters straight away, some people may be like, I got my, you know, heir apparent, I'm out. Mm. If they so mm. that's just one of those things I do hope they show in game somehow. So we'll see. Mm. Mm. One thing I will say that helped like last year, um, which I, I anticipate is gonna help again, is you know, DMG is definitely gonna be hyping it up on Twitter and yep. oh, you know, yeah. like giving us obviously, you know, oh, you know, like hunters better watch out, you know, warlocks coming up, you know, titans coming up, et cetera, et cetera. So but I do I do agree. I wish there was something kind of like you know, some sort of notification in game or some sort of it'd be dope just to have a board. I mean, just like a, a board, you yeah, know, a as scoreboard. part of the festivities, <laughs> yeah, like a scoreboard yeah. or something like that. Um, yeah. so that we could see kind of like progress. You know, um, we'll see. I'm picturing now like flags. Did they have the flags? They had the flags, but I would say for that like daily bonus, I'm picturing like basketball game too much. I'm picturing like foul lights. Okay. Like every okay. bonus you get, get a little like some like, indication underneath to be like you're on bonus seven, and now you're ooh. seeing that thing fluctuate a little bit more. So some yeah. little in-game indication to be like you've got the bonus, you got the bonus, and you're like okay, even though we're not doing as well, we're making progress. So that'd be mm -hmm. little mm -hmm. in-game indication mm -hmm. would be nice. Um, okay, I see what you're saying. Got you. No doubt. No doubt. So we got the armor sets, of course. We got our special glows for the armor this time around. You guys got like the the bird, the handguard. You got the nice little pop the collar going on. Our butt, our butt towel is still our butt towel. It's never going to change. Hunters mm -hmm. with the cloak. But the nice thing is they said about the gear this time, and especially the universal ornaments, they take mm -hmm. shaders well. Nice. And I think that's one thing they really worked on is their new kind of shader tech is actually applying to these unique armor. Not quite as like, hey, on Guardian Games, you can still look how you want to shader-wise. So these ornaments, mm -hmm. maybe you may be emptying some bright dust to get these if you got it or drop it a dollar or two if you need to. Uh, Warlock delegation, we're not, we're not, we're not pleased with the. Uh... <laughs> Are well, you I mean, not? I'm asking. I heard some people like the warlocks one. So all right, the ornament, no doubt. We got the bird. All right, but that fake little cake tail thing. I I'm not really feeling the two piece, three piece suit thing going on. I'm just, I'm not there with it. Like the tight look clean. I'm looking at the tight. I'm like, all right, I like the armor set. Honda look, you know, look clean, nice little long. You know, it's something about that. We look, you know, what it remind me. of? Remember, what was that set that we la we clowned the Titan E? It looked oh, like it was like the the so yeah, it was like the homeless jacket one. Yeah, yeah I, I'm getting them type of vibes. From <laughs> I'm not uh, Warlock's kind of got left behind on this one. Yeah, uh, like so lately the war. Look, we gotta talk to the artist, man. Lately, I feel like the Warlock lately been getting the short end to stick with these sets, man. I'm no, not. <laughs> no, I don't think you could really say that with that. Uh, Which one? That the 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 bird wing like chest that the Warlock's got. That's that's literally like one of the best like the Eververse set for this this uh this season, I believe, right? That one was cool. Yeah, that verse, that was cool. That was cool. That was cool. One of the best sets. There's been a, a steady decline oh, in the quality. <laughs> like, I ain't care for the dawning one. I ain't like, I, I've been like a decline on the Warlock. So, we got to speak to the Warlock delegation at Budgie, man. What's going oh, okay. on, man? We used gotcha. to feel very majestic. I'm not feeling majestic, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got to uh, complain. No, no, that's fine. You got your you got your plushy ghost. You got your new sparrow that you can get from a ghost. Looks kind of cool and sleek. I always like the colors on those. Mm -hmm. But air apparent is your big exotic for this one. And you were wondering about the catalyst, right? Yes. So what does it do? What's going on? Catalyst will provide even beefier shields for you as you cabal stomp your way through the battlefield. Mm. Okay. So just more of a shield thing. All right. Yeah, yeah. More yeah. substantial shield, I guess. They're probably trying to not make the minigun too powerful. Mm -hmm. Um mm -hmm. But that's mostly it. It just seems like it's probably going to last longer, take more damage. Pretty straightforward. The ornament's not bad. The ornament on it definitely just plastering, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, your Guardian Games ornament. Yeah. That one's actually pretty cool. So that one's coming. Mm -hmm. 
I like, I don't know why, I like the tennis ball, but the little, like, Gatorade thirst quencher, like, little squeeze bottle ghost, <laughs> for some reason, that one just cracks me up, because it's like, it's nailed, they nailed the, like, a couple of these cosmetics and stuff. The ships look, the ships look, unfortunately for me, they look kind of generic, like, one kind of bullet, yeah, like, how many bit, ships, bit. I haven't paid attention to, like, what my ship is every so often, be like, I'll just equip it, I never care too much about the ships, they don't do anything, so, overall, not too much, but you do have rewards, so you got your track jacket, that you can get if you complete the quest for the sparrow. You've also Ooh. got your gold pin. There will only be one. The winner Ooh. of Guardian Games is the gold pin you can order. So outside of the statue, you'll actually be able to get the gold pin that you'll be able to, you know, hoist up and order if you are a you know pin collector for any of that stuff that you've got. So that will hey, be hey, the country. New Rad is saying that the catalyst also it says the shield shield arc shield durability and partially reloads the magazine if it's destroyed. That's that kind of that's yeah, I haven't cool. data mined it yet. Oh, sorry, well, man, I man, mean, man. shout out to New Red, always knowing more. This out, man. He's on the out. inside scoop. He's got <laughs> track to like light.gg's database, and you know, he's on the inside. <laughs> so you got me. Uh, no, but I mean that's again, that's like I'll wait to see you, but it's like, trust me, if he said it, I yeah. probably believe it because he seems to yeah. kind of check out mm -hmm. that type of stuff. So Again, if you re or the shield break actually reloads, that's actually not bad to keep you going because then if you fire, it'll spin back up. So I have a question about the air apparent because I've never used it before. Does that mean that I mean not only you get the shield, but if somebody hops in there, your teammate, your fire team member, like if they hop within the, I mean, it's the, like a little sphere around you. So yeah. theoretically, it's like at least in front of you. I would imagine if they're behind you, you should at least be tanking the shots a little bit. I would think. Huh. I thought it was individual. I, I, I thought did. it was individual. Like I couldn't step inside the diameter of it. And again, I have not tested that. And I have oh. not. Oh, somebody said no. It's a personal shield. Okay, okay. so it's like more of I guess an overshield. It may have yeah. a cosmetic look like on the screen, but I guess it's more mm. of an overshield for you while you use it versus mm. say, yeah, as you said, a Titan deflector shield. I will say this, physics. I remember facing the first time I ever seen it was facing someone in PvP. And when they finally get air apparent to ramp up, and yeah, you, it's actually it, tough to. Yeah. yeah, it was scary. I was like, "Wow, they're yeah. tanky stuff." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that will be tankier. So if you yeah. see a, you know, slow walking Titan walking around with a minigun and it's blue bubble, run the other way for a little while. Wait till he runs out of ammo and he'll be fine. <laughs> uh, you got a cool emblem. I actually kind of like the emblem that you get from it. You got the little Olympic rings thing going on and everything. And then we've got the thrill of the chase. So Ooh. you can as bungee rewards if you get all, what is it? 76 out of 77 triumphs. I think you can do all but one triumph or mm -hmm. sorry, seasonal challenge to get that triumph. It kind of looks cool, but I wanted to ask you guys, how hard are you going on the seasonal challenges to check every one of those boxes? I didn't know if you guys were completionists or you're like, some no. are done. I don't really care. No, no, no. PvP mains <laughs> by, by by our very nature cannot right. be completionist in this yeah. game. Mm -hmm. You know, um, what's it called? The uh, yeah, the only the only ones that I've checked off basically are the ones that just get checked off by the nature of me doing what I do. Uh, mm -hmm. But what I will say is that I am a little bit more incentivized to check more off the list because you get a decent amount of bright dust off of them. Yep. Yeah. You do get a decent amount of bright dust off of them, and there are some things that are coming to. You know, Eververse, uh, whether it be, you know, Guardian, uh, the mm -hmm. Guardian stuff right now, um, or in the near future that I kind of might want to have some Bright Dust for. So I might have to actually go out of my way to do some non... I'm not going to take a GL into PvP. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> it's just not me. I'm, it's not going to happen, people. No, uh, no. But otherwise, you know, I might, you know, take something else, uh, take something else in or go into some strikes or do whatever, you know, to get uh, a few more of those checked off. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but yeah, you know, the Bright Dust is the biggest... Uh, 
the biggest thing for me because there are some, you know, some some cool stuff coming to the store. Definitely, definitely. What about you, Cog? Have you checked a lot of boxes in there? You've been too busy with uh, the world to try and keep up with that list. Yeah, I, I ain't on that type of time. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, just, it's just not me, you know. I yeah. mean, shout out to we always have Teddy. That's Teddy's lane. Oh yeah, no, he's he had that done as soon as you yeah, could. Like, you know, he's you know, shout out to those guys. It, it just that's that's never been the allure for me when I'm yeah. there, so it's all good. Yeah, it's like, I mean, if you want Bright Dust, you get 4,000 Bright Dust for checking them all, but the time yeah. investment to get there, yeah, I mean, yeah. the fact that some of them are not retroactive is, I think, what kind of killed it for me, because, like, one of them's, you know, get a certain number of uh, ranks in Gambit. You got to mm -hmm. go through literally a full reset, and oh, you have wow. to do the same thing in Valor, and it takes, you know, 15,000 if you don't catch it on a weekend. You better play that on the bonus Infamy weekend, so that's a key. But then yeah. later on, they're like, hey, now you need like 40 invader kills. And mm -hmm. the stuff you did before didn't count. And I know yeah. they've done retroactive yeah. stuff. So that's one right. of those, at least in the seasonal challenge department, I'd like to see them mm -hmm. make it retroactive. If I'm going to spend like 20 hours in Gambit, you damn sure better count my invasion kills if I got them <laughs> over the course of the season. Because I don't want to do it again. And I won't. Yeah. Especially yeah. right now, you know, there's not, hasn't been as much. And Outriders per pulled me away for sure. But like... If you get to a point where it's like a busy season of gaming, I'm not going to go spend... Uh, I'll, I'll drop the $3 that I would have got for doing the one trap. I don't care that much. Like, my time's yeah. worth a little more. So, yeah, sure. yeah. Sure. that's one of those. Um, just hopefully they'll take some of those. I know they are like, please spend more time in our game, and here's a way to do that. But on the other side... It's just not worth it. Outriders is showing you. Outriders is showing you foul for that one. <laughs> no, it's like no game is perfect, and Outriders came out kind of busted. We know that, but there is some stuff from Outriders that I'm hoping like Destiny is like. Yeah, they did a couple things. They definitely did some things right. So I'm hoping they look. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are because they pulled. I mean, Outriders has pulled quite a bit of the Destiny base, right. you know, their way. Um, yeah. So I'm sure they're looking. I'm sure they're looking. So we have a list of 12 weapons as candidates for your future ornaments, and you can go vote. I was curious what three you guys picked. Man, Cog is I, you know, Cog's chomping at the on. bit. Yeah, man. Hold I, I on, got the, um, the email from Bungie, and yep. Bungie put this out. Yeah, so I put it. This was tough for me because a lot of these guns, I'm like, man. So, all right, some of them I had to eliminate because I'm like, damn, these ones already got some cool ornaments already so i had to think like sunshot i said no because i'm like i like one of the uh the, uh, the red and gold yep. giant so i was like nah you kind of good i'm vigilant swing bias obviously more like man osiris so i'm, I'm biased so i was like, already I was like, like three of those it was already exactly so i said there's already a bunch of those so i think what i did i went with graviton mm -hmm. i went with trinity ghoul because i was like that is really effective you know, I, I want to I want to ice out Trinity Ghoul. I think it needs a little bit more flavor. I I, I like that. Only joint, reason right? I didn't do Trinity Ghoul is because there is one ornament. I trust me. I actually thought about it and crossed my mind. Mm -hmm. The only ornament they did didn't change it much. I want right. it to be a drastic different. I want it to look like a different bow. If it's just like here's another paint job on the same thing, that didn't mm -hmm. do it for me. I want these to like change the look of the gun or bow. I think the third one I went because I did I did his three right. Trinity Ghoul. <laughs> what? Ooh. No, yo, yeah, yeah, man. It doesn't have I, one. All right, Lamont, it doesn't have. I forgot about that. But I, you know this, why? I, I should have went there. You're right. I should. I forgot about. I thought it had one, so I messed up there. So I think I ended up going. <laughs> Physics is like <clears throat> no. Yeah, I messed up there. I messed I'm, up I'm, there. I'm sitting patiently waiting for my turn. Yeah. <laughs> 
actually, I actually haven't, excuse me, I haven't actually looked at this list yet. So yeah. I was also yeah. just looking at the list and trying to figure out which which three I would pick as well. So I'm just yeah biding my time, you know, I just waiting. Listen, that one was that. I didn't go Crimson because I like Crimson has a nice one already that I feel is really cool. Yeah, I think the third one I went was like Merciless because I feel like the Merciless ones are kind of basic. Oh. See, yeah. like you gotta buff, okay, the, you that. gotta buff that gun before you give me an true. ornament for it. <laughs> true, 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 true. But I always felt like the green is plain Jane, and they got a white one, and I'm like, they need to do something with it, make me like it. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, if so it's gonna, if it, if these get, I will say, I think I'll give mine. Just I was like, I did layman art because I didn't have one. Didn't Graviton Lance because I just miss using that one. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, I can't honestly. I'm trying to think of my third. Mm-hmm. We should go to third. It honestly could have been fighting Lion, and I know that hurts physics to his soul because he hates GLs. Yeah. Yeah. But fighting like, Lion gets, gets a little bit of a pass from me. Yeah, Lion I was like, so fighting Lion gets a pass. Nice. Okay. Um, I think right, just because it's like it's you, I'd love to see them put a completely different cosmetic spin on it. Mm-hmm. So if they go like you know into the next season or something like like I'd love to see it get a seasonal look because right oh, now hmm. I mean. It's mostly got its, you know, kind of shine and fighting lion head. But if it went just totally off the wall, it would be fun. Mm-hmm. Those, I think, were my three. What physics guy? I would hear this. What do you got? Always got it with a sunshot. I don't care if it's got, like, 50 ornaments or not. I love sunshot. <laughs> it's one of my, it's one of my favorite. I mean, number one is the hand cannon. Let's be it's real. Let's I already be know. Real. Come on, but that red and gold one is already crisp. It's, it's hot, but it's not, like, it's not like I'm looking at it and, like, I couldn't get some extra... <laughs> like, I want some new you know, hotness. Like, old I get, and busted. I mean, just new hotness. already got some dope. Some dope oh, stuff, you know, doesn't mean I want some. I want some extra. I want some extra. You know, I love Sunshot. Uh, love, love it. It's one of my favorite exotics in the game, if not my favorite exotic in the game. Uh, mm-hmm. Side note: Before I go to the next two, is I wish we would have gotten some exotic armor on this list, or I wish yeah. honestly I would have preferred exotic armor as opposed to exotic guns. Preaching, brother. You preaching? You know, I would have preferred mm-hmm. exotic armor because can can we please get some dragon shadow that shades? Oh yes, please, 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 <laughs> I can't. I, oh. I'm about to get loud. Please, Bungie. <laughs> please. Drag please. At him. Yes. Please. I agree. Just make it look like it doesn't currently look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they subbed that needle. Like something else. Yes. Because yes. I would use that exotic much more, but goddamn, the, 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 the end game is the fashion, you know? Come over to the Warlock delegation full time, brother. You're speaking like a Warlock. Have warlock. you seen him move? I'm Warlock looking fresh. My I know. Fresh. You know, she looked like a true vamp. A true vamp. Uh, so, I mean, we got to be styled out. We got to be iced out on whatever character we're on for sure. But, oh, but I do wish it was armor instead of uh, the guns. But if, it was, if it's got to be guns, it's got to be sunshot. Um, I'm with you on the Grav Lance. Although mm-hmm. I will say Grav Lance has some really nice ornaments. Really nice yeah. ornaments. But mm-hmm. nonetheless, I would probably go with the Grav Lance. Mm-hmm. And then what would be my third? My third would probably be Vigi. Vigi. Vigi got a lot. Vigi does kind of have a lot. I'm not going. I'm not going front. But Zelda I enjoy using, you know. And it's just yeah, like Vigi's nice. Vigi's nice. Vigi's nice. nice. Mm-hmm. So those are the, those are the three. And All of course, right. they're going to end up, you know, being. Hold on. Let me let me make sure. Hold on. Ooh. Oh. Oh. oh, 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 oh. Step back. Step back. Step back. You saw something. Uh, I'd have to toss in. I'm sorry. Risk Runner would have to go in for either Grav Lance or Vigi Wing. I'm okay. not sure. Okay. Okay. Think I'd probably toss Risk Runner in mm. for Vigiling. It, okay. it would have to have Lance, Risk Runner, yeah. and Sunshot. Yeah. I wish yeah. we had like rough concepts of each one, so we oh, like so we know kind of a little more. Because right now I could be like, "Hey, Graviton Lance is like it has a kind of a cool one." Are we going big, big aesthetic changes? Or are we going, you know, a paint stripe? Like 
I don't need the racing stripe on a gun. I want something bigger. Almost like how they preview the monsters yes. versus thing. Yep, yep. And we, if we got a little preview, so then we're like, okay, we getting this type of Vigi, I'm in. You know what yep. I'm saying? Or we getting this type of risk. And that's where you might shoot for some of the duplicates. That's a lot of ornaments. You know, that's a long list. That's a long list. I do wish that, while I agree with you, and that drives engagement, and I think that this right here, this little competition, you know, like pick three or whatnot, would definitely go way farther if they ended up uh, doing exactly what they did for the, the two different armor sets, for sure, for sure. Um, they should they should just shrank the the list down. Yeah, you know, yeah. down and then give us give us some concept art. Yes. Um, and then that that would have gone like massively mm -hmm. far as far as engagement with this particular you know little competition or whatnot. Um, so or they could have just given us you know like three different dragon shadow ornaments. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have been good. You'd have been good. Please, please. No, no. You're like, can it just look different? That's it. Yeah. Just, just different. That's yeah, all I, I want. Some exotics like that, man. Uh, oh, it, it's just like, oh, yeah. I just can't wear it because it just, oh, no, it's just... that even like, even if it does have an ornament, there's no ornament that could truly even help it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to uh, what's that joint with the fusion grenade? Sun, Starfall protocols, one of them on that list for me. <laughs> there's a couple that are, as a wall, like I'm like, bro, they gotta fix that. <laughs> it's just not looking good out here. And I know, don't get me wrong, you know, some some of them kind of like play up to it a little bit. The gestures, yeah, you know, the, the gestures are the gestures. They the you gestures. Spoke, like, cool. <laughs> you know, okay, I dig it. But uh, <laughs> of, hands to some degree as well. Like, I'm fine. I'm fine. come on, come on, I'm trying to look like a spotted leopard out here. Like, <laughs> You don't want that leopard print underwear going on? Come on. Print, no, I'm good on that. I'm good on that. <laughs> that would be too funny if they just went. That Those mm -hmm. are some of the times, and that's why I went dinosaur over monster. When Destiny doesn't take itself too seriously, and it's just like, this looks ridiculous at some of the times that I really enjoy it when they're like, yeah, this is probably not really in this game universe. We just don't care. Every so often, those are fun. Like, this is, this is so broken and dumb looking, you're going to laugh, and that's part of the fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and let's 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 be honest too, you know, like I'd much rather wear like a dragon shadow, I'm sorry, rock a dragon shadow esque ornament for a gun versus my gear. Yes. You know, I I will say that. So you Correct. can make my gun look like a fool and I'll I'll still probably mess with it, you know, but but yeah, not uh, there's a reason why I don't rock Dragon Shadow, even though I do feel like it is superior. You know, so. <laughs> going in. That is, that, that is a hard, hard pass by this man. I love fresh. it. I'm looking fresh out on the field. One hundred. Hey, Cog respects I, that. He is. I, okay. I end up losing the round and maybe even yep. losing the game of trials. Mm -hmm. you no, know, like I may to some degree regret it, but I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, brother. You gotta look good. You gotta look good to play good. I look good. Hey, go. I look good. I lost, but I look clean as fuck. Be <laughs> <laughs> like, see this picture? Still looks good, even if I lost. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, still I'll still clip it. <laughs> My man. No, no. But that ADS could look like trash as long as it hits him, right? Mm -hmm. Hey, especially if it got a nice long barrel. I'm good with it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Extra long. That's mm -hmm. the key. That's, 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 that's what we talk about. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so as we wrap up, one last thing I kind of wanted to ask you is... As for the future of this game, obviously we have a lot of speculation on it. If there is... Say, do you have a top one or two things right now that you think are, you know, if you could do the easy button, not the armchair developer, worry about all that stuff, but if you could change in the game, be like, 
put ranking ranks in quick play. Like what is like the one or two things for your world of destiny that you would like to see? Is there a way for your like, you know, Sunday customs to have a bit more, you know, viability or a spectator cam or something like what are things that would benefit you specifically that you'd like to see more short term than say destiny three or maybe like Witch queen somewhere in there. Okay, so we asked him specifically me or benefit the game as a whole? I mean, either. Whichever, where you, I mean, you know, are you benevolent to the the general public? Or you're like, this one's for me. You guys get one and I get one. I mean, however you want to do it. Community over everything. Because the thing <laughs> is, if it ends up benefiting the community, I always believe. If it ends up benefiting the community, Ooh. it always trickles down to the individual. Always. That's so true. the number one thing, I think, uh, for PvP... Um, not necessarily number one, but a huge one is you got to separate out the competitive folks, the really higher skill folks from the casual folks. Mm. Like it's time. It's time. There's no better time than right now in my mind. So you need we need a ranked, you know, we need we need a place for folks that are more experienced in PvP to be so that they are not in quick play 24 seven, you know, like driving folks that are just trying to either play very casually or. Um, folks that are just coming into the game, like new like players, et cetera, et cetera, that are super excited because of the gameplay that they saw, you know, on this Twitch channel or this video or whatnot, but they aren't yet able to emulate, but they're working on it. But you know, they just jump in and they don't even know what to do. Like we need a separate place for that because, you know, even just even like I said, somebody that's just been playing the game for like five, six, seven years, mm-hmm. substantially higher on the skill on the skill, mm-hmm. you know, spectrum than somebody that just came in this year or something like that. Right. Um, especially for the folks that don't have a lot of time necessarily to invest specifically in improvement-based uh, Crucible, especially for the folks, again, that just play want to play a little bit more casually and improvement is not necessarily the goal, just coming in and goofing off a little bit is the goal, yeah. um, but they can't get any kills because of the way things are right now. So mm-hmm. I think I think that a ranked, it, it, it's definitely time. It's definitely time um, because we can't, no matter what matchmaking and lobby balancing they end up putting in place, it continues to fall short of what is actually necessary. Um, so that that is a com- community wide like need I feel like for PvP right now for sure for sure for the health of this community um, and uh, and I think right now you can't you can't balance for that you can't match make balance for that you can't balance weapons for that because I say it all the time that the 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 really highly impactful weapons um, up you know in a particular skill bracket may not be that big of a deal DMT you know Dead Man's Sale is not that big of a deal in my skill bracket but in mid to low tier. You know, it's a huge deal on PC right now. It's a huge deal, a, a huge annoyance. Mm-hmm. Um, GL is the same sort of way. 120 is the same sort of way. It varies depending upon what skill bracket. And when we talk about uh, specifically, you know, the mid to lower skill bracket, like those are the folks we really need to make sure that, I mean, it's not necessarily about protection. It's just about giving folks different areas to play based on what their goal is for their gameplay. Yeah. That's number one. I think that's huge right now. And I think yeah. that needs to be at the front of it, like very, very close to the front of the line. Um, I, I don't know. Like the, the second thing is just, I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, I think it's just our, like, I'm going to just go community wide. It's just our discourse. The way yeah. that we talk to each other, the way that we listen to each other, the way that we interact with each other and share our perspectives. Like people got to start listening. You know, people got to start listening it's not about one person being right or one piece of person being wrong. It's just about like, look, I don't know your perspective because I don't play at your level on your on your platform with the weapons that you use, right. you know, against the people that you normally play play with or against. Because I'm not in any of those places. Mm-hmm. I'm not in any of those places. And therefore, when 
when you tell me, you know, like when you open up, like honestly, respectfully, and you tell me, uh, you know, your experience in this particular avenue that, you know, I'm talking about at that time, this particular context that I'm talking about, like, I need to listen as a yeah. community member. If I'm actually trying to be here, I need Great. to listen, vice versa. And we share those perspectives. We share those experiences. And I think that that'll just go a really, that can, well, I mean, at least in my community, I see it. It goes a really long way to build that, that, that understanding, you know, necessary to, to the point where when I see, you know, like Justin come at me with the, with the yo tune, I'm not quite as like put off by it. Cause I know Maz is just having fun. He enjoys the weapon. Um, or this weapon or that weapon, you know, it's just like when I see him, I'd, I'd see the joy that he gets from that. Yes. Oh, does he? Off quite as much. It doesn't put me off quite as much, right? Things that, you know, used to frustrate me as much don't frustrate me as much anymore. Yeah. Fighting Lion is a really good example because I have some friends that are Fighting Lion connoisseurs. Once they gave oh. me a few more details on, oh, there actually takes a little bit of skill, you know, to like get this detonation just right. You know, like, okay, these are the damage numbers, Tony, you know, like, it's really actually quite rare that you, you one hit and things like that. And they give me some distinctions between that weapon and other breech loaded grenade launchers. I'm just like, oh, okay, well, fighting line kind of gives me a pass now because you've kind of explained not only why you love the weapon so much and so deeply and why you put like, you know, tens of thousands of kills on it, crucible or otherwise, mm -hmm. um, but also you've just explained that, you know, like there's, there's a little bit, a little bit of skill actually that's, that's involved in it versus your, your, your true tellers or whatnot. So. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, the discourse, the way that we talk to each other, the way that we uh, try to accept other people's perspectives. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that can just go a long way. So, so those mm -hmm. are my two hopes, you know, for the community, you know, one for Bungie um, with regards to uh, ranked separating out, you know, yeah. folks, you know, playlists with regards to, you know, what people's focus is in the game. Um, and also just, you know, let's just talk to each other better. Um, accept some per perspectives. It, it just goes a long way with with everybody just changing their expectations and just being on a more level level mindset, you know, whenever they step into uh, Destiny 2. So, yeah, I mean, we've had we've had Teddy on before and he said the same thing. It's the golden rule. Treat other people the way you want to be treated. Ooh. And it doesn't matter if you're hiding behind the veil of the Internet. It's like this is still a person on the other end that has yes. a perspective about something. And if they're willing to have a civil discussion, as Ooh. you've said, it could be a different perspective, but it also could open your eyes to one new piece of information that changes your perspective a little bit. And if we can take a little bit from everybody and learn now, granted, if somebody's like cursing, yelling and screaming, they're not worth your time either. And that's there's those people sadly are out there. <clears throat> but on the other side, if somebody's willing to say, Hey, I don't agree with your opinion, but here's why read mm -hmm. it. And then you can yeah. either have a logical discussion with them if they're willing to. And I like that piece of your community, especially in the way you handle yourself on Twitter and the way you bring that in is I'm not going to get to the emotional side of this. I'm going to get to, you know, all of the detail, the nitty gritty, the feel like, and try it. But I also want to know why, from my perspective, why does mine differ from yours? Right. Yeah. And that's one yeah. of those big things that I think you, I agree. And then the rank thing too. It's like, that's one I think a lot of people, Ascendant Nomad did the video with Neeris and all that type of stuff. Some way mm -hmm. to say, even if that person does step into con like, you know, the ranked playlist, they're going to be down there in bronze one. And even the average player who's played for six years of destiny is still going to probably eventually like trickle up in to somewhere in, you know, that like silver two, and yet there's stuff that's higher, but it does, it gives you the progression. And then it's also one of those that you can hope to, you know, find that progression to go forward. I think that's one of those things, the glory and the, va the valor is like a weird number. 
that's just literally like how much time have you put in? It's always been weird. Right. And the glory is the way it like doesn't go down that fast, but doesn't go up. But a true ranking system is like, you know, against the people in that kind of bracket. And you're like, oh, I'm slowly creeping up. And it just even gives the lower person like they may not get to platinum. Platinum may be too much. But if I can get out of bronze and I can get into silver, I can feel progression. And I think yeah. that would be something that would help a lot of people, as you said, give a lot of people their own, you know, realm to have a place to learn. As you said, yeah. like bronze versus platinum. There's a point where it's like some people will say, and I saw it in chat, there were differing opinions. Some people were like, you know, bronze versus platinum isn't going to learn anything. And generally I agree with that because there's a point where if I step in against say Kami cakes, I played with him one time. I was lucky enough. I got dragged through a card mm. and I watched and I'm like, you are 10 steps ahead of my like mouse click on just moving <laughs> forward. And it's like, I can't, but I was like, no, playing with somebody that's different or watching a stream, but to take that and then go apply it, I need somebody closer to me to try and get a feel for that. So the ranked, that would be, I think that would go a long ways. And I don't know, I don't know how hard it would be to implement, but we're not asking for a bunch of new map development. We're not asking for a bunch of new modes, just a way to classify the player base to right. give them a way to try and excel. Yeah. Yeah, I think exactly. you guys nailed it. I mean, for me, I'll just wrap it up pretty quickly. Yeah, I think for me, it's always going to be um, incentive and time investment. And um, I think, you know, what, I, what they have to realize, you know, about this community, especially if you, you're given great rewards for, for, for in-game activities and harder activities, that is always something that we're going to gravitate towards. And in reference to trials specifically, I just want it more accessible. I want more casuals to take a part out. I want them to say, hey, this is a mode I can participate in. I'm not going to feel stomped. They started the right direction with that trials bounty that just, hey, get in there, get some rounds, get a couple kills. You've got a shot at the three. Like these are the things, but I want more now. I want like, you know, when I, when you do a nightfall, you know, sometimes it's double nightfall reward weekend, you get golf balls, you get shards. Like I want this thing to be showering a little bit more, even on mats and other things so that there is an incentive. There's a reason to go in there. And I think, you know, physics said it best too, you know, even with the ranking inclusion in that, because, you know, the worst feeling is to jump in there and you can't even get one win because, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're just getting mollywopped. <laughs> and it's just like, yo, what am I even here for? This yep. is not for me. Yep. And they run away, you know? Yep. And, and, and Trials is at its best. The game is at, this game is at its best when that population is high and people legitimately have a chance. They feel they have a chance to to compete and to get some some rewards. They may not go all the way to the lighthouse, but at least if they're in the mix. And I think that's the thing that the the hardcore the sweaty community has to kind of be like like physics said you have to listen you know what i'm saying because we want this game to survive we don't want this game to die you know what i mean so that's always going to be me you know time and, and just bungee communication respect time investment if you're going to want me to do a grandmaster nightfall then I, I just don't want a plus two on something on the gun <laughs> <laughs> like, like no disrespect to adepts. Like, it, you know, these are the things. Like, when 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 there's meaningful loot, substantial loot, you see how the player engagement is. You see how people go. Oh my god, I gotta go get such and such. You know what I'm saying? And and that that's the thing. I just want them to keep that communication open and, and, and pay attention to the community in that respect. And you know, hopefully, like I said, they got a plan. We'll get some news soon. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting back in. You know, it's been a while. Obviously, Outriders was taking a little bit of my time before the inventory wipe. Bad Outriders, but hopefully they get that resolved soon. I got to get them. <laughs> I got to oh, get them. Yeah. 
get them. I got to get them. Inventory. Yeah, like you were you were really unfortunate yeah, bro, time because they patched it a day and a half. Yeah, and then, but no, it's like no, it happened to my buddy as well. It's like and he was yeah. able to at least at level get back up a little bit and kind of grind it out. But no, that one's brutal and that will shut a whole world off if your loot goes away. So believe me, the the restoration cannot come soon enough for people right now. That's. But yeah, I'll, I'll jump in, you know, Guardian Games, see what's going on, shout out, you know, and just see what's up with the podiums this week, you know. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. Forte, what up? I see you. Haven't played in two weeks. I feel you, brother. I'm jumping in this Tuesday. Let's, let's link up, bro. I see you in there. So yeah, that's what I got. So that's, I think, all we got for the show. But uh, before you wrap, Physics, Tony, uh, I wanted to ask you, well, first off, say thank you for joining us. Um, very appreciate My you pleasure. coming on. Enjoy your perspective. Enjoy your takes on all of this stuff i knew that stuff was going to come uh i can see the chat <laughs> yeah they ready they ready they yeah, ready they were literally like oh, chomping at the bit to be like oh he's starting to do an outro oh he's right not now. done <laughs> he's not done he's not done i got you though <laughs> yeah so that being said while cognito embarrasses me the floor is going to be yours for a second while i set up um let people know where they can find you what you got going on all the shameless plugs you want right now, because believe me, you're going to have a minute to do it while I do. Yeah, or fitness. Let's go. Oh, boy. Um, so, again, if folks don't know me, of course, mm -hmm. uh, the name is Ill Physics, a.k.a. Tony. Uh, you know, most most folks just call me Tony. Um, and uh, you can find me, of course. All the links are there on Twitter. We're quite active. Ill Physics um, on uh, on Twitch, of course. Uh, Ill Physics as well. Um, on Instagram, it's illist physics. We just started. We just started on Instagram, and Instagram has been giving me some like errors lately. I've been trying mm -hmm. to go like really hard there, but either mm -hmm. way, um, we'll be posting there more frequently uh, here in the near future. Mm -hmm. um, of course, on YouTube, it's ill physics as well. Um, mm -hmm. And we're uh, we're trying to figure out exactly you know where we're leaning with regards to content on YouTube, but that should also uh, that should also ramp up here in the next like uh, next like month or so. So. Mm -hmm. But uh, you can definitely catch me on Twitter. Definitely catch me on uh, Twitch, of course. Um, you can always go to my channel um, and type in exclamation point Discord. We have a fantastic Discord community. We have Discord movie nights on Wednesday nights. Oh, nice. Um, that's at 10 p.m. Eastern. We've been doing that for like a long ass time now. And it's certainly like one of the most fun, if not the most fun, like Discord night of the, mo uh, uh, Discord night of the week. Uh, mm -hmm. We just watched uh, The Mummy and The Mummy Returns uh, oh. like a couple weeks ago. Uh, this past Wednesday night, we watched The Greatest Showman. We've watched Interstellar. We've watched Inception. We've watched like, just a bunch of movies. Bunch of movies. Really, any That's movie. That's a hell that of a I list of get. movies, by the way. Those are all awesome. I'm yes. just saying, any movie that I can grab off of Torrance, then uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm gonna grab that. I'm gonna grab that. Bit we gonna go. So, uh, so yeah. Uh, every once in a while, we definitely have like double features. Uh, it can be kind of like impromptu. I think we watched uh, Batman, uh, and then we watched Batman. Uh, I'm sorry, The Dark Knight as well and that was kind of like impromptu i just you know download mm -hmm. another one and we go again uh but uh but yeah that's wednesday nights every wednesday night at 10 p.m eastern that's always uh, a load of fun and then on sundays uh something that i do for my community and for just the community at large in general but one of the biggest ways that i get back to my community is it's kind of improvement focused pvp and we right. have something i call community customs uh, where I bring in um, six uh, kind of um, blossoming PvP players. And, <laughs> like Paul uh, Tassie. Then, <laughs> like Paul Tassie. Paul Tassie did come through. That is definitely true. Oh, salute. And so, uh, so, yeah, he, he wrote an article about it in Forbes and everything. So yep. it was really, really cool. Really, really cool. So we've been connecting with Paul for like a little bit. 
And uh, the tagline for Paul that I always tell folks, Paul Tassie, gonna be doing double carries by Witch Queen. Yep, I double saw that. That's hilarious. That's awesome. We're investing in Paul, most right. definitely. But most importantly, just invest in reinvesting back into my community. And so, like I said, we bring in six Blossom and PvP players. Uh, they stream their gameplay uh, during different games to the Discord. And uh, a lot of times I'll have like a guest mentor in there. Ascendant Nomad's been there. Cool Cheese has oh, been there. Cool. We'll other people, but um, generally I end up giving uh, constructive feedback uh, during a game, but also positively reinforce the, the stuff that folks did uh, well. Um, also during a game to just help people to understand, you know, where their improvement is, where they can improve and what they're doing um, that they could they should continue to double down on that will uh, be successful in PvP. So just kind of sharing that uh, that six those those six years of PvP experience uh, playing at a decently high level, trying to just give back to my community. So that's on Sundays at two p.m. Eastern. Uh, it's Community Customs. But uh, if you want any updates, um, it always goes through Twitter. Um, so follow there, and uh, anything that goes live as well. Frequently, all those updates are coming through on the Discord as well. So and keep your notifications on on, on Twitch. But uh, we have a great time. I, I tell people it's like the the best community, the best community, just the biggest brains and just the the kindest folks. Um, way too many Titans in my opinion. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> titans are just super endearing. So, Absolute, man. Love, love what you're doing, brother. Great, great stuff. Great story. Good, good to actually have you at the campfire and talking Destiny and, and just picking your brain on stuff because it was really cool. And he's got work to do. What, what y'all making him do? Hold on. Oh, he's got, he's got the sit-ups, y'all. So, all right, finish right quick just so you know. We had the last word. We support Supreme uh, getting in shape during a pandemic. You know, we got we to gotta stay pristine. You know, you can't go to, some people can't go to the gym. So at the last one, we provide that inspiration for prime, pristine fitness. Look at the form, the elbows touching the knees. When man is out here barefoot, I don't know why he barefoot in the crib, but that's another story. But at the end of the day, <laughs> my man E, keeping the fitness going. <laughs> Yo, y'all stupid in the chat. And this is what we do here, man. We are inspiring. We got to keep people in shape because right now, it is a pandemic, man. And health is wealth, y'all. Health is wealth. So that's what we do. Like health is, is huge on mental health as well. Yes. I mean, if you're out there exercising and whatnot, it can do wonders for your mental health. And we all need a little bit of that mental health bolster right now with regards to the pandemic. Absolutely, man. But yeah, man, salute to you, brother. I love, love what you're doing and, and the community. And, and I love the fact that it's positive reinforcement and and helping people getting better as opposed to, you know, most people like, get 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 wrecked, noob. <laughs> and, and you know what I'm saying? Like you actually helping us along our way to our journey to become, don't you, what's the word we use in blossoming? I like that. We use a blossoming, right? Okay, we blossoming into a, a, a better player. So salute to that. <laughs> Forte, he said I should do that. <laughs> no, 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 leave him alone. Leave me alone. Y'all got him today. He got the work. <laughs> he is good. But uh, yeah, salute to you fish for coming on, man. I appreciate but, yeah. it. Salute, bro. Salute. Yeah, for me, you already know I am at Lord Cognito on Twitter. Appreciate the love and support this week, man. It's been really cool to see. I've been guesting on some shows and stuff like that. And every Sunday, Iron Law Podcast is the Lord's Day, 1 p.m. Eastern. Check us out. Big guest. If you guys could pull up, it would be greatly appreciated. We will have the legends of Obsidian Entertainment, specifically um, the Outer World. So they'll be coming through. We've got the game designer and the narrative lead on the latest DLC, Murder on Iridanos. And even if you didn't get a chance to play, come check it out, man. Talk to some devs. Talk about the writing process, the development process with these games that we love. Come show support. Really appreciate it. And of course, you know, the last word that uh that that destiny podcast that a lot of people don't know about yet that guy you know come through man pull up to know 
I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> they about to know. I appreciate it, man. Love the support, man. You guys show me and E-Love. He's one of the best to work with. And last but not least, got a plug, lordsgaming.net. Please check out the site, man. We've been out here killing it. Some fantastic writers, great opinion pieces. Doesn't matter what platform you like, you know, Xbox, PC, whatever, PlayStation, whatever you rock. It's really cool. cool. It's for the gamers, by the gamers. Check us out, man. And again, the support has been truly humbling. I see a lot of people sending love. And thank you, guys. And uh E man, what's going on, brother? What we got going on, man? An outriders world ambassador himself. What's going on, sir? When do I get my loot back? Talk to the people. Talk. Did you speak to the execs? When do I get it back? What's the date? He gives me such a hell of a time just because I, I was lucky enough to be an outriders ambassador. So I tease him. He's in the corporate meetings. He knows. <laughs> yeah. Big time. Let's go. No, uh, they are working. That's like literally first piece was the patch for Outriders to make sure the inventory wipes stop happening. I think they've got that. They patched it on, I want to say Thursday. They're monitoring it through their weekend to make sure that holds. The restoration's piece two, of course. So it's like, I don't have a date yet. Not sure, but it's like they're trying as soon as they can. It's going to be like, once they know that it's kind of stopped, then they're trying to basically make sure everything goes back in at the same time. So they only have to do that piece once. It will be additive to your inventory, so it's not going to wipe stuff out. They're going to be giving it to you. So you won't be losing anything. So if you keep playing a little bit, grind a little more, it will go back on so you can play a little bit more. But yeah, me, uh, back and forth between played first part of Ori and the Will of the Wisp on Wednesday. So that's part one of that sequel still holding up just as good. Like that game, the platform, like it's sometimes you find games that are just spot on and it's one of those just a platformer. With like a little bit of combat in there, they kind of jumped in a bit more of like fighting in this one as well. It's just the first one was good, and the way they tell the stories and the art design and everything in this game just looks a little bit crisper. Yes, like the details just a little bit finer everywhere. So it's uh, and the music, I could just sit there and listen to the soundtrack. So 120 hertz mode in that too. Uh, probably is. I'd have to look. Um, I played it on Steam, so okay, gotcha. Uh, I know on Xbox Series X it does. Yeah, so. That one's beautiful. And then Outriders, of course, Destiny 2, just kind of going back and forth between those. But yeah, kind of Wednesday is like my variety day right now. There's a lot of stuff coming to kind of see what falls in there. But you guys know where to find me streaming or on YouTube or on Twitter, trying to keep up with all the antics of our wonderful community. (laughs) Usually I just kind of sit back and grab the popcorn and see what everybody's saying. But that's usually the fun part. So, Mm -hmm. Uh, but that's pretty much all we got. So thank you guys very much. We're going to go over and raid Patty Cakes. Uh, Wanted to send you guys over there. G Encore in the building. You. <laughs> so definitely playing some Destiny 2 and Trials tonight. So nice gentlemen. Go over there, send him some love. So we're gonna wrap up this episode for you guys tonight. Uh April 16th, episode 145. We are been doing this for a minute. It always kind of kills me when we say the numbers up there. But for tonight's episode, seriously, sir, Tony, thank you very much, sir. It was an absolute pleasure. My pleasure. My pleasure. Ours thank as well. You for the invite. <laughs> uh, but we're gonna go raid patty cake. So thank you guys very much. But for this episode, it has been. The last word.